fucking awesome. Sweet Blackface. I think that'd be an awesome nickname. Can you start calling me Sweet Blackface? <laughs> These are my friends, uh, Scott Huff and Sweet Blackface. <laughs> Listen, you're using fuckers crutch. Don't use the fuck Am crutch. I? Yeah. But the thing the is, Scott, if I, that's can, I call my, that's what I call my penis actually I, the fuck crutch. <laughs> oh, hello, Sierra. Welcome to Huffin States. Oh, I called because I got a funny message from Joe. Apparently, I'm on Ocean Cupid. So you're down for drinks. Wait, you're going to Noah's wedding? Yeah. Jackie Bray yeah. got invited to the wedding of a guy by name that I've known Longer. for 10 years yeah. <laughs> who did not invite me to the wedding. The Saves Radio Show, live, only here on the Toad Hop Network, at Toad Hop Network on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. Uh, help us out. Promote us. Promote the team. It's like um, it's like a garage band in here when you come in here. It's fucking balls cold in here, by the way, tonight. It is cold in here, Scott. I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. I don't, I don't think it's so cold in here. I'm going to go ahead and just take my jacket off. Oh, Why? Just uh, take, Why? take the old jacket off. Joe is dressed up. This is is this one of those things where you've uh, you've been working out now for mm-hmm. a while yep. mm-hmm. and you used to be tubby and now you're the guy who shows off Sorry. by trying to wear yeah you have to I mean you have to it's ridiculous <laughs> you're just the guy who now oh. because don't be the guy wow. who starts working out and then fucking wears tank tops everywhere it's not because of that it's not because it's of that it's not because Although of that that's a nice bonus you're huge shirts. what is your deal you're huge it's, it's Why I was huge I, I mean this is a nice added bonus as, I bet you don't have good abs, though. My abs are, are getting there. You don't have good abs. I'm Will not going to show the I'm abs on there. Sh- I'm not take my shirt off. I bet off, you don't but have good abs. They're not good, right? Yeah. I'm I mean, that's can. why cut me down, just because I, my arms look good. Scott, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Is my mic even on? Yeah, your mic's on. Are you sure? Yeah. I can hear you, unfortunately. Steven. We hear him. He doesn't like to be called Steven anymore. He almost quit over being called Steven at one point. Yeah. No, that's a nice added bonus that my arms look nice, but that's not why I'm wearing the... Well, the tank tonight, the cutoff tee. Why are you wearing a cutoff journey t-shirt to our show? Because. <laughs> the big show, too. Because uh, when I went out with Sierra, the suicide girl, mm-hmm. about three quarters of the way through our, I'll refer to it as a date. Okay. Um, Your get together? <laughs> about three quarters of the way through it, she said, I really wish you'd shown up to pick me up in uh, a, a black cutoff t-shirt and uh, jeans that are too tight. And I'm like, shit. That's exactly what I changed out of <laughs> right before Aww. I came to get you. That was exactly how you were dressed on the couch. Yeah, so I thought that uh, maybe you know I could just uh, you know show her that I do. Oh, and she I've like wanted like a, a hard a hard rock band. Mm-hmm. She's really into hard rock. So, so you I went with Journey. So I went with Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either that or Harry Perry from the Venice <laughs> Boardwalk. The only two black cutoffs I have anymore. Mm. Prior girlfriends have made me get rid of them. That's the problem. Little did you know. That this girl that you're co- you're courting, yeah. wanted you in it, yeah. Look at that. And not only did I do this, so I have the two tight jeans on too. I don't know if you can tell or not. Uh, let's see. Yes, those uh, aren't that tight. That? That's your version of two tight jeans. I mean, it's, oh, oh. it's as tight as it gets for me. I bought a pair of jeans a couple <laughs> weeks ago at the uh, at the Levi's store that are basically jeggings. I realized <laughs> the other day when I put them on, I'm like, these don't cover any part of my shoe. I shouldn't be wearing these. These are girl shoes. Oh, like but you, look you know so when stylish, I bet. You know what I mean when you when your jeans don't cover any part of shoe. Now I'm not saying you have to wear boot cut jeans, but if you're a man, your jeans should cover some part of shoe. You think so? I don't I think, think you don't want to be hugging your ankle. You don't like to show they? a little sock. No, well, 
no, not really. No. No, I'm with I you used, on this I used one. to get in trouble because I wore tapered jeans a lot in the, when I first moved here. What are those? They just kind of get narrower at the bottom. They like kind of hug the ankle a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't but they're not thin you. all the way. They're not thin the whole way. No, they just kind of get slightly, slightly funneled down at the end. They're like hammer pants a little. A little bit. A little bit little like bit. hammer pants yeah. jeans. A little bit like hammer pants. Yeah. So those aren't really that tight, buddy. I don't know. That's the best. You're I losing do. But also, though in your old. And jeans. I have, I have one, uh, I have one other thing that I thought, you know, I can go into the date in more detail, whenever that time is. But I have one other thing that I thought maybe could help win, Sierra, aka SG Moxie, over. Okay. I committed a crime for you. What are you doing? There it is. Stole one of these uh, production signs. <laughs> Uh-oh. They put up so How coincidental is that, that there was just a sign that had her name on it? You shouldn't have that made. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought about she having... She committed a crime. I know she's into, like, the bad boys and their cut-off journey t-shirts and their tapered <laughs> jeans and everything, but... I thought about, about committing that. a crime. Wow. Uh, to, like, I, I thought, I was like, oh, man, that's really not cool if I uh, if I just tear down one of these signs. Like, people need that to know where to go to work. Maybe I'll just go have one made and pretend like I stole it. Mm-hmm. But no, I did. You I actually stole it. stole it. Yeah. Look at that. How did the date go? Um, Dude, was it? It wasn't really a date, right? It was like a get together. She agreed yeah. to have drinks with you a couple shows she ago. She texted me, which was which I wasn't expecting. She's like, "Hey, how about we get that friendly beer tonight?" Called it a friendly beer. Oh. Whatever. It's it's fair enough at this point. I like wasn't upset or disappointed, but you know, I kind of knew going into it, it wasn't really a date. Uh huh. Um, conversation flowed. Everything was was fine, except I I knew I was doing bad uh, right away. Because one of the first things we started talking about was she said that she doesn't like comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay. What does that mean? I don't like like comedy. That's like saying I don't like pizza or I don't like ice cream. There's like three things in the world. Comedy, pizza. I I hate laughter. Yeah. (laughs) I was very curious about this. So I, I, I probed and it's just she doesn't like, you know, mainstream comedy stuff. I was like, you do like laughing, right? And she was like, well, yeah, of course I do. I just do like. Comedy is not my thing. I just don't care about comedy. What makes her laugh? Like some people don't like dramas. Some people, I don't know. She, we we had a decent time uh, being tickled by a heroin needle. Yeah. That's what makes Moxie laugh. Her and her fucking rock star boyfriends. I love yeah. the tickle of the needle when it goes into my veins. She also I hate comedy. She also, uh, you know, fucking <laughs> hate it. <laughs> she she critiqued me a little bit on the fact that see, here's what was one of my big mistakes leading up to is that I texted her too much, and yeah. uh, she let me know that. And the thing is. I agree. Like, I don't disagree, but I mistakenly thought, like, hey, it's a week until I get back. I need to do something to, like, keep this alive mm-hmm. while I'm gone. And that ended up just being really annoying, which she had no no problem telling me Aww. how annoying it was. But, I mean, honestly, yeah, I wasn't that into her. You weren't that into her? No. Really? Yeah. How were her boobs in person? I, uh... I find that, so a redheaded girl with double G or whatever the hell it was breast, you weren't that into her. I'm just kidding. She was amazing. Like, she was awesome. And I was, I was literally falling out of my chair toward her sometimes, like, with my hand on the table, like, leaning into the conversation so far that I think I butted her head once. (laughs) It was bad. But, uh. You didn't really answer my question. I'm sorry. No, to, to, like, I'm like, so I don't, honestly, I didn't notice her boobs at all. Like, I didn't think that they were particularly big, small, anything. I'm not a boob guy in general. Like, I just don't really care. If you have them, what are you going looking for them, right? What do you mean? Oh, you think because I because I got I've got boobs. You've already got a pair. Who oh. needs to go searching? You know? <laughs> I guess I guess I've either one way or the other. I've had boobs, right? Fat or not? Bobby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I didn't notice anything about her boobs. Oh. 
She I was really. Like I would really. You know what's that. so annoying sometimes about the show is that Joe clearly uses this as a catalyst for his dating and whatever else. Like well, he uses us as pawns in a game. So it's like yeah. you don't not know. Often though, you don't know what is reality and what's Joe just being a put on right now, so that she feels like she wasn't noticed. It's like, oh, I wasn't even no, noticing no, no. your giant double G breasts, girl with giant no, double I'm, D. Yes, you were. <laughs> no, yes, I, you were. I you had to notice something, Scott. I think she's you gotta really something else on the table other than your beers. Where does she find? I think put she's them? really. Where does she rest <laughs> them? I think she's uh, really. really I'm, hot, worried, Scott. I'm worried about like her back. Like, I'm, wondering if I'm sure she's okay. she's got all figured. I th- I thought she was really really hot. I just didn't notice her boobs. That's all. Like, I don't I, know what the, I was told you. I was falling out of the my chair. Was so right. stimulating. Just yeah, it was. There. It definitely was. And um, I wouldn't say that I did badly necessarily. Like, oh, she was super cool. I wanted to say, by the way. <laughs> Because Please, by all means, have the floor for two hours no, talking about how awesome her personality no, was. No, because I'm not yeah. saying that. No, she was super cool, but also she was pretty cool to me because I think that that it was kind of, she was doing me a favor a little bit, and she like stayed out pretty late. We stayed out until about 12.30. The suicide girl stayed out late with you, huh? She usually, <laughs> she usually hits the sack around 9, 9.30. <laughs> Watches Nightline and heads right to bed. When I offered her a sh- <laughs> to do a shot, we did a shot. A lot of times if a girl's like, no, you know, just doesn't want to lead a guy, and they're like, no thanks, club soda, whatever. So that was fun. We, You know, we had a, a decent rapport. Okay. But uh, after, after it was over... Uh, she texted me about, I don't know, like 10 minutes later and just said, hey, thanks for the beers. Uh, birds again soon, exclamation point, which is Barkle okay. Birds. Yeah. Um, which I bad. took to be very friendly, just very, very friendly and uh, decided that I was not going to harass or harangue her anymore until the, until it was genuinely felt like I could go out and have a friendly beer with her. Like, and not... Well, that sounds promising. Yeah. So I don't think she liked me, but I wouldn't say I blew it. And I was a little upset last week the way people were saying I was like yammering and stammering and I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I definitely made some mistakes, but... They just loved drunk me last week. They just wanted more of me slurring. I was listening to the end of last week's show. I was slurring like a bastard for the last 20 minutes. It was absurd. That was... uh, That is embarrassing. It was great, but embarrassing. There was one really embarrassing thing I did on the date that I kind of wish I hadn't done. I don't even really want to share it. Do it. But on the walk home, I want to share this thing that I just brought up on my radio show, like internationally broadcast because I really wish I, I had. I feel like we're just being so fucking played. It's like we just sit here. And, oh, really? What else do you think yeah, about this girl? About what I else do you? Know so bad. Okay, do you guys not? Do you no, guys of not course want me we to do. It's just I just I know we're being, being played. It's like you know. So why are you why are you trampling on my segue? It's fine. It's fine. You're Go like ahead. this segue is believable, but tell your story anyway, please. Tell it. Um. I, 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 one thing I wish I hadn't done is that by the as by her walking home, I knew it just wasn't happening, and that maybe we could genuinely be friends. So I started to ask her questions in a friendly way, like more like trying to feel her out as to what I had done wrong or not, what I could do better in the future. Mm-hmm. And so I started asking her if I looked fat in my shirt, like if the shirt looked good on me. Did my shirt look good? And I kind of figured out a way, like an excuse for her to touch my arm. <laughs> oh God! And I was flexing all. Oh. So you're out. now the guy. And I and I just felt uh, I just felt I was like, why did I do that? I was so stupid. I was like retarded. Has there ever like been a, a last, guy? It was like a last ditch, like trying to press the brakes on your car after you drive over a cliff. That's what I was doing with that move. So you're now the guy who wears tank tops and you try to get girls to look at your arms. I mean, it's hard not to. <laughs> Listen, I've been in good shape once in my life, and I was like trying. I, I was wearing tank tops and totally. I was going on job interviews in tank tops. Just figured there was a good shot <laughs> that maybe I'd get the that job. I, I, I used to wear a lot of tank tops. I know you once, did. once other girls finally broke me, then I found this really awesome one that's like, oh man, I wish you were kind of like you were before. 
Yeah, I'm just. Not you that know. That, I don't think that would help genuinely, but whatever. Is there ever been a guy in history, by the way, when a girl grabs her arm? Doesn't matter if you're interested. It's like your your own mom grabs your arm. You flex anyway. You just can't. If it's a girl <laughs> touching your arm, you just have to flex. Every guy right. flexes. I think you're right. You don't Absolutely. ever want to be limp armed. Tell like you don't ever want to be seen with a limp with a limp dick. Like you just you don't. We're not walking around with that. You always want it to be. In its best, you want to present it in the best right, possible way. Right, absolutely. Light. You just have to, but it's a tough move to pull off without <laughs> seeming like you're flexing. Yeah, like you can't. You can't grunt while you're doing it. <laughs> no. Just, just touch. The, how do, what do you think of the texture of my shirt? <laughs> can't do it though. Yeah. Can I give out the phone number now? Just gives me one call. Oh, uh, well, I just have one, one more thing. Um, <laughs> What's that? So, so Moxie, um, you know, I just in case maybe you ever wanted to hang out again, I did. Uh, I did. Go ahead. I bought tickets for uh, for February. So it's a long way off, but I'm just for trying what? to book you early. That's too long. Uh, for for Gigantour, Megadeth, and Motorhead. You did not. Yeah, you guys know what big fans I am of both Megadeth, Megadeth. and Motorhead. <laughs> yeah, was that how you say it with the little umlaut over there? <laughs> Motorhead, <laughs> Motorhead, <laughs> Motorhead, Motorhead. Yeah, see, I love this song, Ace of Spades. That's why I went to the poker biz, baby. Is <laughs> this wow. really? so? In case. In case maybe, you know, Moxie doesn't already know Lemmy isn't on the guest list already. Maybe she, maybe she might like to go to the uh, the Mecca of Jesus Hard Rock. Christ. University, Universal City Walk with me. This 23-minute pickup line ends now. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW. Holy shit. All right, I'm done. I'm out. We have so much to do on the show. Oh, Artie Mann is here from the Big Bang Theory. She's also been on Heroes. She is uh, she's hosting a show on the Sony movie channel called Bollywood Masala. And little did she know, walking into this, that you and I happen to be connoisseurs of Bollywood. Big time so Bollywood fans. We're about to go toe-to-toe with Artie Mann, who's coming up right after the break. She got here early. She seems very uninhibited. Really? That. She How did you get that out of a hello? I don't, it was No, it wasn't just a hello. We walked together for a second. We walked... A little mm-hmm. bit, but it was the way she was kind of she was shouting was at she me. She shedding articles of clothing oh, as she walked oh, up the driveway. How do you see Mon No, she couldn't find the gate to the uh, the correct gate to yeah. use for the show. So <laughs> was that her that, ho- was that her that horse whistled at you? She horse whistled and was like, "Let me the fuck in!" And then walked in like <laughs> yeah. smoking stogues and just chilling, doing her okay. thing. So she, she seemed very uninhibited. Of, I'm in. She answer all my mom's questions. Yes, Cherish uh, Jackie Bray's yeah. mother has a lot of questions for her. I will try to decipher them. So Artie Man coming up, and we're doing retirements. We'd love to hear from you guys. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone phone number to uh, call in your retirements. Plenty of them on email, but we'd love to hear from you as always. Uh, we are the Huff and Stapes Radio Show. If you're just joining us, at Huff Stapes on Twitter, at Toad Hop Network. Don't forget, amazing tweet from the Toad Hop Network guys the other day. They were like, we're at 1,000 followers. By 2025, we might actually reach 2,000. You guys are promotional <laughs> animals. <laughs> Seriously, follow us. Help us out. Yeah. We give you free shit. Be cool. <laughs> I'm so... I am so exhausted today, though, that it's like we have so much to do on the show, and yet I'm still. Yeah, you went to a wedding, like a 36 hour East Coast turnaround trip, right? 36 hour trip to Philadelphia. Which, by the way, if you're going to make a 36 hour trip, and I I just want a disclaimer the kid who got married, I love the kid. He's great. Noah, good guy. Congratulations to getting married, buddy. But Philadelphia is another place like San Francisco. Philadelphia is a dump. Philadelphia is a (laughs) shithole. I mean, I feel like I know I know why the song Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen was so sad. And it you wasn't know because of AIDS. It was because it's such a shithole. He was walking down the street going, oh, my God, Philadelphia, get me, get me out of here. You know why you right got now. to go live with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. It it's was, just ridiculous. It was experience. Wasn't it like the homeless to home was, ratio was like one to one? It was, <laughs> it was, well, 
<laughs> we were at that sports bar. There was just a cockroach on our table. Yeah, just cockroaches just on your table. Roman. Yeah. Did it have a reservation? <laughs> <laughs> Place was, was really just just not good. I I'd been there. I don't need to go back. Yeah. Like it was one of the bucket those list kind of done. Seen Independence yeah. Hall, saw the original Supreme Court. Pretty boring. On the West Coast they're called cucarachas. <laughs> yeah, it was actually never oh wait, actually I saw one other cockroach and it was at the last studio's bathroom. Oh. Wait, time. you're saying you've seen two cockroaches in your life? Yeah. In your life. In my life. That's why I freaked That's out gotta at be the below table. average. That's <laughs> gotta be below average <laughs> for number of cockroaches like sighted. Out at the table. I feel like that if it's below average for people, but not below average for cute blondes. Like I feel like cute blondes Jeff, definitely on average have seen less cockroaches. People than, just turn their face than away. Other less attractive people. Your beautiful face shouldn't witness Hold this. Hold on a second, Jackie, away. there's a cockroach. Don't look. Don't ever look. <laughs> You should never see something this Did you look at a cockroach? We've got people for that. <laughs> the amount of time that her and Alexander spent freaking out about the cockroach to the amount of time it took to kill it, by the way, was a, like a 10 to 1 ratio, unlike the homeless to homed ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was homeless. Like, every yeah. other person was homeless. Its main export was crippling depression. Yeah. <laughs> no, the street, like, their main drag is like Market Street in Philadelphia, and the big store on Market Street is a Ross. <laughs> what about yeah. the, uh, what about, like, the, the Liberty Bell and, like, the Constitutional and all that? There was a really long line for the Liberty Bell. And even though I felt like, no, seriously, even though I felt like that was the thing it, I should right? have seen. What's that? Did we drive by it? Yeah, you can't see it, though. But it's like buried Come on, in, guys. It's on the fucking corner. Who cares? No, it's count. buried in like a plexiglass grave. And you go and see it. You wait in a line. But I was going to wait in the line. And there was a guy there proselytizing. Like wooden stuff. Wait, he was jacking off in the street oh, on the Liberty Bell. <laughs> what are you talking about? Did he finish? No, literally proselytizing. Is proselytizing. that something? Is that a euphemism? I that thought that's what you do with your finger up your. He was getting proselytized. No. He not, wasn't. No. What? Am I, he was not. What, what am I thinking of? I have no idea. Okay. I'm clueless. Educate me, Scott. I'm just scared. I tried to make the best of it, though, you know? Like, you always make the best of it. I feel like the best what thing you get... What is proselytizing, though, for those of you who don't, don't know? know. Oh. Moving. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. You, know you actually don't know what proselytizing is? No, I wasn't trying to call you out. I was he just was, like, bit. reading from the Bible. Oh, okay. He was like, you're all going to die. You're all going to hell. Oh. Look at your cracked he was proselytizing. Yeah. yeah. Got Pro- it. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> proselytizing. Okay. Got it. That's what he was actually doing. Right. I just feel like you can always make the best of travel because you get the awesome travel stories. Yeah, you can be a martyr when you come back. It's like you, you you get cool stories out of travel. Here was the best you thing that happened. You unlocked the on my 36 trip. hour Philadelphia badge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Foursquare. <laughs> I saw this shithole. I'm out. No, I'm at the airport on my way there, and it's amazing, right? There's the uh, the terminal to go to Cleveland, mm-hmm. and the guy making the announcements for the Cleveland terminal, no bullshit, goes last passengers to Cleveland. <laughs> get on the plane. It's your last chance for boarding. <laughs> he was. It was a short. Stubby African American gentleman. He was an. A- he was an AAG. doing the Cleveland voice at the Cleveland <laughs> terminal at the airport. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I just felt like <laughs> I can die now and I'm happy because something that funny actually happened. Something that absurd. Welcome. Wait a second. Was Quagmire flying the plane? Yeah. <laughs> giggity giggity. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I'm like, this can't be happening. And of course, Alexander has no idea who Cleveland is. <laughs> Doesn't Aww. get it. And I'm just there by myself, looking around for anyone to be like, it's the guy. The guy. <laughs> on AirTran to Cleveland. Sounds exactly like Cleveland, right? Am I right, everybody? Nobody. Aww. No love. Wait, was there was no even like sort of backwards way you could explain it to Alexander to get her to think of who you're thinking of? Because I, sure I know she knows she would recognize the character. Yeah, it was too bad. It was too bad. It was one of those things you see and you're like, come on. First, there was somebody who got it. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. I'm just, hey, Scott, I'm just a phone call away, buddy. I know you got a wife and everything, but, uh, you know, 
We've all got nationwide minutes. <laughs> we do. We, you and I should be in a, in a fave five, I think. Should you're really you're in my fave five. five. Really? Yeah, I have yeah. a fave five. You're in it. You don't really have a fave five. I do five. have a fave five. I said it four and a half years ago and haven't changed it since. Uh, I was going to say, how little do you use your phone that I in made fact, your fave five? <laughs> the girl in my fave five who turned out to be 16 while I t- was talking to her is now over 18. She's been in my fave five so long. <laughs> oh, my God. Should pull up those fave fives oh, again. No. I know we got to go to break soon, but speaking of um, weddings, Stapes finally gave me a wedding present. I did, yeah. yes. He did. So you did not make the year bum, cut bum, off. Bum, bum. You did bum. not make the year cut off. So I doubled it. <laughs> so you, you doubled what you were going to give me? <laughs> yes, I think so. You know, I don't know. You know your one plate cost more than the gift you gave me. Yeah, well, <laughs> the plane ticket cost me a couple of bucks. Here's what Stace does. I did my $700 bar tab. Here's what my one of my alleged closest friends does for my, for my uh, wedding a year plus later. He hands me two $100 bills and goes, happy wedding, as he's walking <laughs> to get fried rice out of his refrigerator. Really? Two crisp hunters. He goes, one for you, one for Alexandra, <laughs> and then goes and gets shitty food out of his refrigerator. Look, I, uh, I happen to be flush at the moment. I won big in a poker game. I put in a celebrity <laughs> poker game. I'm so glad that's what weekend. it takes. Wow. And uh, I was like, you know what? I can't wait on this any longer. Gotta, gotta give these kids their wedding present. The thing is, they have a pile you of. Put it like in an envelope. All of their wedding presents are still piled in their living room. Like it just seemed dumb to me to be like, here's a tea kettle. Throw it with the others. Like, so at least give them something that they can use right now. Cash. I see your logic. You know how hard you got played at the wedding too. It was ridiculous. I couldn't even believe how my eyes. We were, uh, we were watching the uh, the ceremony. Right, you have to show up for the ceremony. Clint Balcom shed crocodile tears in an obvious effort <laughs> to try to get laid later from Jackie. He was like, I saw so, I'm so I, broken I, up about it. It was such horseshit. I saw, I saw one of these, and I was like, I mean, it worked. Why does it he work? Yeah. Did he get laid? Did he get laid? Of course did you he, guys have, he got You guys have of sex course. the night of the wedding? Yeah. Really? And More than would, once? Uh, no. No. But, <laughs> I think you might be mad if I say it, but the best part was is he didn't bring any condoms, and I was like, fuck off, Clint. So, after we left your hotel room... We walked outside to 7-Eleven to go get some, and it was 39 degrees outside. Oh, well, that story's so much more boring than raw dog sex. Quick break, <laughs> triple eight. Wow, yeah. I think I you're going to be mad at me, Scott. We went out to 7-Eleven in the freezing cold and got we, condoms. Scott, I want you to know that we did the responsible thing. <laughs> uh, we just forgot to bundle up. Boring. And guess how many, guess how many um, homeless people were outside the 7-Eleven? How many? Five. Wow. At three in the morning. How about that? Triple eight five two four four three. I don't want to have twins. You hey, were did, setting did, us up. Did Clint buy a three pack or a Lucy? I think it was a three pack. Uh, okay. Did you use them up by week's end? <laughs> <laughs> totally in the car ride home, just on the Jersey Turnpike. All right. Email us us at upandstapes Still to come. Retirements and Artie Mann is here. She's very uninhibited. We're gonna have her on right <laughs> after the break here on the Up and Stapes Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network. Up and Stapes Tuesday nights at nine Pacific. Only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
Saves Radio Show, live on the Toad Hop Network. Scott Hub, Joe Stapleton, Jackie Bray. I don't even think we introduced ourselves tonight. We can't keep oh, wow. prepping shows that are definitely nine hours but our, long. But my life has so much dating that needs to happen, so <laughs> how else am I going to do that if I don't reel girls in through the show? Hmm. Buddy, I think that's your only your only alternative. Artie, you're married, point. right? I am so mad. I'm not even going to bother then. I'm just going <laughs> to sit this one out. That, Thank voice, God. <laughs> that voice that you hear right now, you may have seen her on The Big Bang Theory. You may have seen her on Heroes. You may see her on the upcoming uh, Bollywood Masala. It's Artie Mann who has decided to come all the way up to uh, Woodland Hills, California to join us. I have no idea why. Welcome to the show. I have no idea why either. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just want to say thank you. Oh, you oh, 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 she was saying in a complimentary way. What are they yeah. paying you for this Bollywood Masala thing that you're so desperate to uh, to promote it? No. I, that you're coming I mean, all the way up here. Hey, you know, it's uh, it's um, it's Bollywood, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's, it's the best it's, thing ever. We're huge Bollywood fans. Yeah, Artie, you really are. We really are. You're from like Connecticut, right? No, I'm from Pittsburgh. You're from Pittsburgh. That's it. Sorry, I, East Coast somewhere. Yeah. Um, do you know a lot about Bollywood? Are you uh, heavily entrenched in your roots, or is this more of a, a job that you kind of learned after the fact? You know, Bollywood it just kind of encompasses every Indian person's life. It whether, does, whether they like it or not. Okay. And I think I kind of fall into that category, you know. The not I like, or the it. like it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. You know, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that you can't help but be a part of. So you're a legitimate Bollywood fan. Such uh, a fan. She came. She was. She was from Pittsburgh and decided she wanted to be in American television and not go to Bollywood. And not star in Bollywood exactly. She's like, it's yeah. awesome for other people. It's not as great for me. For India, it's great. I'd rather be on a Chuck Lorre show. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't pretty mind. Pretty much, pretty much. We pretty do much. a lot of research on the show about our guests, and you know, you're one of these girls who now you're you're kind of you're the links that you shouldn't click online. You know that you're like one of the hot girls of the internet. Where if you click on a link, you could end up with a virus. If you oh. click on your name, because people have you as like, this chick's so hot. Your name this is, is and yeah, your ringtone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah. And a free iPad. So many free iPad sites. They're like, if you like Shit. Artie Man, you could be in for a free iPad. Yeah. They should fucking give me an iPad. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have an iPad? Hey, Artie, I can say, Artie, I, don't, I hate to... Oh my god, that was a fifty thousand dollar fine from the FCC. Holy fuck. Oh my oh god, my that's two. That's a hundred thousand oh and we don't god. make a dime for this show. We're it's gonna insane. have to start selling iPad twos. Marty, I don't want to break this to you, but no one gets the iPad two. So no gets you, you wouldn't either. They're stealing your likeness oh, to steal people's yikes. email addresses and passwords. But it's great for us because we get to research our guests from beforehand. But I have a feeling that some of the things on some of these profiles aren't true. So we just wanted to run true, through a little your, true your, false with you. A little true false with you on your bio, if you would oh, that we think Found on, I, th- I think it was something just literally called like hotchicks.com. Hotchicks and free iPads for you, number four, I think. I think that was <laughs> the site. Com. Dot yeah. com Not slash. even number one, it was number four. <laughs> no, no, for you. Oh, you were otherwise, one it would have been, oh, okay, been one okay, you. Okay. <laughs> I was about to take offense. Free to iPad, that. one you. Is your birthday 1 2 1985? Exactly. Is it? Yes. Okay. Is yes. your real name Artie Majmadar Mankad? Yes. It is, really. So yes. you, you shortened it up to man because you like uh, heat? Yeah. You like the movie Heat? So you're like, you, mm, that's it? Yeah, that's you get reason. it. Artie, okay. has anyone ever told you that your name sounds kind of like a cross between Artie Lang of the Howard Stern Show and then also Art Man, the guy that used to host Bikini Destinations on the HDNet? <laughs> you know what? I, I chose that name just so I could like capitalize on those. Like, <laughs> is that what it was? No, yeah. how, did you really, how did you come to that? Um, well, my name is Arthi Mankad, 
and I uh, abridged it to man just to make it easier. Okay. And it, make it more Jewish sounding. Ah. <laughs> Very, smart. Very smart. And then Chuck Lorre, Chaim, whatever his name oh, is, the, yeah. Chaim Levine, oh. hired her right up. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if, if you've never seen Bikini Destinations of the Art Man, it's amazing. It's this creeper guy who just walks around beaches talking hot I girls. remember that guy. Yeah. I remember. Well, you're oh. named after him now, Artie. I know. I know. I. I will continue the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue to creep girls out. Wait, yeah. was he the guy who used to host with Brooke Burke, too, or no? Yeah. On Wild On? He was the original Wild On host, right? He, and, then I, he, and then he got Bikini Destinations on HDNet? I guess. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a, I haven't uh, followed his... I haven't researched him. Well, he's not here. Anyway, <laughs> sign Capricorn. Uh, uh, no, I'm actually a Pisces. How, about How that? do they screw that up? They have her birthday to have it right above there. My birthday is wrong. Height, four foot zero. <laughs> that's exactly accurate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're that's, over four that's feet. That's legal midget, right? Yeah. That's yes. pretty sure. In fact, that might be legit midget. They say your breasts are 38, you have a zero waist, zero hips. That My breasts also- <laughs> can be confirmed as thirty-eight, but zero waist zeros. That would that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like Clive it? Barker's uh, <laughs> wasteland. It's like the Queen of Hearts from Tim Burton's Four feet Alice in Wonderland. Four yeah. feet tall, <laughs> yep. thirty-eight boobs, mm-hmm. no waist, no hips, no waist. <laughs> just the torso. Well, Jackie Bray's mom is a huge fan of yours, and I figured yes, that why is. why go and try to figure out good questions to ask you and we have brilliant questions from a huge fan of your show a huge fan of yours uh, a huge fan of Big Bang Theory so she had a few questions for you that I thought we'd read these are questions from Jackie's mom if you would alright alright how short is that little dude (laughs) (laughs) well I I forget what his real name is again we we clarified what is it again Johnny Galecki is the little dude she's talking about how short he is in real life no he's he, he's taller than me, so... So he's 4'2". He's 4'1". Four four right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I would give him maybe about 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, oh, okay. Yeah. They, they taller read... than my mom. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, they, maybe they'll be a cute <laughs> couple. I don't know. <laughs> is she aspiring for that? Maybe. She Wait, might is be. your mom in love with Galecki? She might be. She's a huge Roseanne fan. And she was like, I like oh, him. yeah. Yeah. I wonder if your mom had foul thoughts about Galecki when he was on Roseanne. He was like Ooh, 11. Yeah, that's not cool. Don't say that that's about Jerry. That's kind of dirty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the blonde girl I really like, she was on that show with John Ritter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that you made that into a question. That is the correct answer. answer. Yeah, ding. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Ding. <laughs> yeah, no, Kaylee, she's fantastic. Okay, she wants to know if she is as nice and funny as she seems. She wow. is <laughs> she is exactly well, she's she's not exactly what she is on the show because okay. she has a lot more well, I mean, all the good things about her character from the show she is and then some. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh good. Okay. Well, she's obviously a huge fan of the show. She wants to know she said the cast seems to have really great chemistry working together and supporting each other, but is there any drama? Is someone difficult or prima donna-ish? So she sets you up there by acting like she thinks you guys are all hunky-dory, mm-hmm. but then wants to know the dirt. Smart. Is there some dirt? Ooh, is this gotcha journalism No, man. Everybody is just so fantastic on the show. I, I, like, I, I show up to work grinning from ear to ear. It's just, it's like a 
dream come true. You Everything. seem like you're really easy to get along with, though. I don't know why. I just get that vibe yeah. from you. Like, you just seem like you don't really rub people the wrong way, usually, huh? You don't have a lot yeah. of enemies out there. In an uninhibited there. way, you're easy yeah. to get along yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A couple beers in me, and I'm a, I'm good to go. <laughs> That's why I travel with a six-pack everywhere I go. Really? No, 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 no. no. Oh. No. You don't have, like, beef with people, right? You don't have a lot of enemies in life, I would guess. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, just keep your obje- objectives clear and, you know, keep your goals very distinct and you'll be all right in this world. So no one's prima donna-ish on the show? No, You can't get any no, dirt from you? Okay. No, I mean... I'm not going to dish any dirt if that's what you want. I mean, I don't I, want it. Cherish wants it. Her he, mom yeah, is trying to cause problems. I'm just asking as much as like someone's mom, and at which point, like you can't lie. You can't lie to Jackie's <laughs> mom. She'll be disappointed. It would seem kind of obvious, but what's more sort of fun as an actress? Was it more fun to do a comedy, or is it more fun for you to be in dramas? Like, was it more fun to do your arc on Heroes or on Big Bang? Like, oh, what's God. what's more enjoyable? God, I have to say, comedy only because it's, it just uh, challenges you more. I mean, you think it's I, more challenging? Oh, absolutely. So then, how come like you know the Oscars and the Golden Globes are such a holes to comedians? Like they never get any love, right? It's like the first time ever a, a comedy made it because they gave us ten Oscar movies, and they're like, ah, we'll throw in. We'll I think they're all just there. fucking self-important, precious bastards. To be honest, Based on maybe she does rub some people the wrong way. That's, yeah. that's the dirt that Chair Bear wants to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Chair Bear, here you go. There's the dirt. <laughs> Run with it. Yeah. How about Big Bang Theory won awards? Won uh, Emmys it this year, has, right? Comedies can win Emmys, yeah. Comedies. Because they what? specifically have a category for yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This year's best comedy, Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, it's, it's, um, comedy is just... It's more challenging for an actor. I mean, it's harder to sell, you know, ultimately at the end of the day. So, um, And it's such a specific skill. You just really got to be on top of your game every moment, every minute. So have you been an actress sort of your whole life, or was it comedy? Did you ever do stand-up or anything like that? How did you find your way on to the Big Bang Theory specifically? You know, it was it was by complete accident. I'm, I I look around the set, and I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, in Woody Allen's um, movie, How I Lost, How I Got Sex and whatever. I can't remember the name of the film. But I'm like the black sperm. Everything you ever want to know a, about sex, but we're afraid yes, to thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Like I'm, I'm the black sperm in a in a sea of white sperm. I'm kind of looking around, this wondering, interview what is the awesome. fuck, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? Quite honestly, because I mean, these guys are serious. Like these guys are pillars of of uh, of the business. I mean, or or of of sitcoms or of comedy, and. Um, you know, I'm I I kind of wonder all the time, what am I doing here, all the time? You you literally have no idea. Like you woke up one day and you were on the <laughs> yeah. set of Big Bang. Someone kidnapped you. I don't, you, I don't think I don't think of myself as funny in any way whatsoever. But I assume you auditioned or something. I did. I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> and and the casting directors come to the set all the time and. And, and you know, I thank them every time I see them, and they're like, "Well, you nailed the audition. You nailed the audition." There's, there's something about me that's funny. When you walked out of that audition, did you say, "I nailed that audition"? No, God, no, <laughs> no. And 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 ironically speaking, the ones that I walk out of thinking that I've completely lost and blown, those are the ones that I actually book. So, um, 
I unfortunately don't have a lot of drama under my belt. You know? oh, we're off drama. We don't care. No more drama. Yeah. Cherish is out of this interview. The she show's been, the show. the show's been kind no. of a drama tonight. Yeah. <laughs> our, our show's been kind of a drama tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it really hasn't been a comedy. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Cheers so to that. What's the, uh, what, what's, the overall sort of, what's the overall goal for you then? Do you want to keep doing comedies? Do you want to keep doing TV? Or you I just to be wanna, a, a movie I just want to fucking get paid. Just want to yeah, work. there you go. I want the checks to not bounce. That's <laughs> all I'm asking that's, that's, for. That's, all, that's what all of us want. We just want to work. Yeah. That's right. We all want to work, you know? I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal. We just want to make our nut every month. That's it. Yeah. That's all and we want. Just want to fucking grow, you know? we. That's the ultimate goal. So what's your dream job? I don't know. I think I already just... I, I lived my dream job. Right yeah. Now, you know? I mean... It it can't get any better than this. You don't want to be depressing. a cop. You don't want to be a cop on SVU. You don't want to. <laughs> you know, you I mean, replace Ice T. You want to look at web videos and call people names. <laughs> that I definitely don't want to do. You want to be uh, a voice on an animated series that goes forty-one years. That I would accept. There yeah. you go. She would be getting paid in yeah. that case yes. for sure. Yeah. There would be as no more. As long as the checks don't bounce, I'm good. That's good for me. So, yeah. Talk about uh, Bollywood Masala. This is a thing you're hosting on the Sony Movie Channel where it's like a week of Bollywood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a week of Bollywood. Is is the idea to bring in sort of a new audience for Bollywood or is it just already only Bollywood fans should tune in, should bother? No, no, no. They they picked a really great slate of films and... There, Bollywood just elevates entertainment to a level of ridiculousness where you can watch a movie, you can sit down for, I mean, it's a three-hour commitment, and you can sit down and you can have mystery and Is that state-mandated three hours? Three hours <laughs> long? State-mandated? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when you're in India and you basically shell out half of your pay, your weekly paycheck to go see a movie, right? you want to get your money's worth. Right. You know, so that's why they cram in everything like comedy and drama and romance and mystery and intrigue, all into those three hours. And dance and, and dance. A, a lot of dance and a lot yes, of music. Yes, yeah. you need the musical numbers. Wait, there's dancing in them. This opens up a whole new world to me. Oh my goodness! Yes. Why didn't anyone tell me? I know it's 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 pretty fantastic. So they they scheduled this week of films and it's and it's a lot of fun. You know. You just you just tune in and you got three hours ahead of you and you know just have a lot of fun. It's only one movie a night, or it's it's like a film festival, movies a day. I'm gonna guess it's probably one a day. That's my guess. You're on camera. Yes, <laughs> that, that was amazing. I can't. Yeah, you know it's crazy because uh, you know that Shah Rukh Khan was in L.A. last week promoting I Raw know. One. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Scott's know. a huge Bollywood I'm, fan. No, I, I can't. I can't wait for Bollywood Masala because I'm, I'm huge yeah. into Bollywood. No, yeah, Clearly. I do. No, I. I <laughs> How would I know Shah Rukh Khan was in L.A. What, last week? Right. I was stalking him outside of his hotel. Wait, wait, Scott, just trying to, I was like, he's promoting Raw. No, he's telling me <laughs> Raw 1. You were telling me a story, too, about like the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie of Bollywood. Oh, yeah, on the ride up when we were talking Bollywood. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, it's crazy. I mean, they're going to be here, I think, at some point. But did you know that Abhishek Bachchan and yeah, Aisha Rai Bachchan are going to be here? Rana, yeah. And they're apparently yeah. having their first baby, which is huge news in the what? Bollywood community. For someone like me who follows Bollywood tweets now on Twitter... <laughs> That was a big I'm one this week. I'm actually in a 10,000 rupee dating uh, b- baby pool. <laughs> for who, what day for, they're going to... For what day they're going right. to... Yeah, they're going to have their... That shab uh, and the other one are going to have their baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's lots of excitement in the Bollywood air about their first baby, right? That's a big deal. 
Yes, it's a huge deal. It's a- <laughs> Scott, what else is going on in Bollywood? Uh, well, you know what? It's it. Bollywood is so big around the right. whole world. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and are you looking forward to any? Specific Bollywood movies. I'm specifically looking forward to Dawn 2. I'm very excited about Dawn 2. I'm looking forward to at least 400 of the 7,000 Bollywood releases they're going to have in 2012. (laughs) How about about Rockstar? Have you seen that one? That one's coming out soon. And Desi Boys? Desi Boys in the Hood. Is that finally coming out? It was in development hell for years. It was originally called Desi Boys in the Hood. They cut it off because that was too similar to the John Singleton movie. It's had like 17 different writing teams working Mm -hmm. on it. Ridiculous. We know more. We know way more than you do. It's I should be. I can't get a job in this town. (laughs) She's on two different TV shows and she gets Bollywood masala. And I'm the guy who knows all about Raw One, staying at the Beverly Wilshire. Yeah. You need to brown paint your face and <laughs> play an Indian at Indian Not cool. You, you know that Jackie oh, Ray had two friends who went in blackface to Halloween. And I, about that's that. why I brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> she does her, she does her wow. research, too. Look at that. She's like, Jackie, are, are you really four feet? Are there any idiotic, <laughs> other idiotic questions I can ask you? Sweet brown face. Oh. Yeah. It's, want, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I, <laughs> did you really know that Jackie's friends went in blackface to Halloween? I did. did I, I I did my research as well. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, and I I listened to your. I, think I didn't last. do it. it you wasn't didn't. Me. No. It wasn't Jackie. I didn't do it. Okay, that's. Are cool. there any yeah. movies specifically though? Hey. Seriously, Jackie did, dressed up like Herman Cain, but she didn't use blackface. Did you Did you walk around with pizza? <laughs> no, I just kept trying to inappropriately grab and touch. <laughs> yes, you wanted to motorboat every woman that <laughs> yeah. walked past, and you know what? They liked it. Oh, yeah. Totally <laughs> Are there any movies on the lineup people should look out for? Is there like a big, is there like well, a movie that you're like, this is you're going to yeah. Bollywood, Bollywood yeah. movie. This yeah. speaks to the most common stupid American. There's this, okay, there's this one actress who is so fucking beautiful. I, I think I know. Is it like Oh, Ash- Nicole Kidman, Ash- she's great. Well, you know, Ashwaya Rai gets all yeah. the, the you like know, her. she's, she's, you know, considered the 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 newer hot one okay um but there's this older woman who um who's really fucking fantastic i remember watching her movies when i was younger the movie's called beta and um she's fucking hot she's fucking Beta's hot beta's about lakshmi has married a rich widower with a young son and she and her greedy brother are plotting to grab all of his money. At first, the son is kept at bay by his stepmother's nefarious plot. But when he marries the vigilant Saraswathi, the young couple sets out to make things right. Like dun, it. Dun, dun. Love That's it. impressive that you remembered that. This looks like the guy... <laughs> Huge Bollywood fans. <laughs> this looks like the guy from Slumdog Millionaire, the actor guy. That is the dude. The same guy. That is the dude. One and only Anil Kapoor. Yeah, he's a... Uh, He's a lot younger in 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 Bitta than he is in Slumdog. Yeah, he is absolutely. Oh, he's the uh, the host, the game show Slumdog, host, right? Game show host. That yeah, is yeah. the game show host. That guy's the man. You know, I was yes. thinking that since Slumdog Millionaire is so popular, there should be other Slumdog games like Slumdog Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Just to capitalize on the franchise a little bit, maybe sure, a sequel. Why not? Slumdog Poker. Slumdog Poker for yeah. sure. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I am all in this <laughs> underground latrine. <laughs> so, like, can I ask you guys, um, what made you, like, what makes a gambler a gambler? I've always been really curious about that. Uh, usually they have daddy issues. 
We'll start there. <laughs> yeah, their daddies were also gamblers. So I guess it just it, it runs so the bloodline. Inherited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, gamblers uh, these days kind of fall into two categories. One is the sort of hustler, mm-hmm. the sort of person. I'm, I'm not going to say dishonest necessarily, but just sort of a hustler, mm-hmm. someone that sees the angle, sees the edges, and then really, really, really smart people that know how to make money mathematically. Wait, what about like sicko degenerate gamblers? There's well, also those, that. Those are the hustlers. Right. They fall into the hustler category. Okay, I guess so. Sure. So you guys are like a mixture of beautiful well, mind and... Well, you guys is not us. No, we, us we're are, not gamblers, gamblers. No. I mean, um, other than the fact that we're gambling on our future by wasting a Tuesday <laughs> night every week <laughs> doing a show that pays us talking nothing. Talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> not talking to you specifically, That's just talking at gamble. all. We should be home doing something Speaking else. gambling, yeah. Working at a fucking Waffle House I would be more ga- profitable than this. I took a gamble this week. Yeah. Joe took a pretty I turned, down, I turned down a massive job this week. Yeah, Joe turned down a massive job to continue doing this yeah. podcast. So. The an amount of money that my parents heard, they would probably throw off. Cheers <laughs> to that. Yeah. Cheers so. to that. It's for the love, though. Absolutely. Although, apparently, Artie would rather you just get paid. You need to get paid, yo, son. Do they like Indian girls? Because I am available. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to know one thing before we let you go, though, which is, oh. is, is Bollywood masala, is that thing like a, is that a, like a negative term almost for certain types of movies? Like no. someone sent me a thing like Bollywood masala is, and then there's like traditional classical Bollywood. Is like, this a nice little right? layup for for the plug? No, it's not beautiful. really. It's is it beautiful? Okay, well, that's, very what, well that's what I do. That's what no, I do. No, no, no. Masala means you know mixture of genres. It's like it's like throwing a whole bunch of shit in one pot. And okay, this is disgusting because my favorite thing is chicken tikka masala when I go to Indian restaurants. Ooh. So is that they just like piss in my food? Like what does that mean? It's, no. a, mix, it's a mixture of flavors. Whatever we feel like. It's basically left. Over food from the night before. Kidding me? Truth be told. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Chicken so tikka Bollywood masala is the, is the is the shit. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it is the shit. <laughs> oh, technically come on. speaking, that's wow. too bad. She's pulling back the curtain. <laughs> not good. On the Indian food. You we don't want to know I'm sorry. We all suspected it was shit to begin with. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. It, it smells like shit going in. It smells like shit going out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look at that. They're going to pull your Indian card probably after this I show. hope so, dude. <laughs> no, seriously. So Bollywood Masala is like a mix of genres, and then the classical stuff is what? Boring, or what's the deal no, with the classical stuff? classical stuff is beautiful. I mean, it evolved over... I mean, it evolved over the centuries, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. We're going to stick with the frivolous stuff. Okay, yeah. Which is the movies, and it's and it's great. I mean, everybody. I mean, people who are Indian, they just identify with it. You you can't stray, whether you like it or not. You can't stray from it. So it's just it's just part of us. So watch Bollywood and and identify with your doctors and your engineers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget customer service. Exactly. (laughs) I'm Sanjay. No, they wouldn't say Sanjay. It would be be Sandy. Sandy, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you're going to be hosting, so you'll be like setting up the movies and and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pre-recorded, or are you doing this live? What? Oh no no no! It's all it's all done. It's, it's, done, in, it's the in the can, as they say. Yeah, it's in the can. All right, 
Any yeah. good Bollywood one-liners you threw out there while no, you were hosting? Don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even. You didn't even? <laughs> don't, no? I don't have the mental capacity right now. <laughs> they didn't let you loose? No, it was all very well masala. scripted, and yeah. I was happy to read from the uh, teleprompter. There you go. Well, watch <laughs> Bollywood Masala, hosted by Artie Man on uh, November 6th through the 12th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you have three hours of time to give to Bollywood, <laughs> do it. Or... Do it. Just pause it and come back later. Yeah, TiVo it. DVR. DVR, that's right. That's the good non-generic term, Artie. TiVo's not paying us to say fucking right. TiVo, Scott. Yeah, that's right. Artie, thanks so much. sponsorship. Thanks so much for coming on. And uh, make sure again, guys. Check her out. November 6th to the 12th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And, of course, Big Bang Theory. Go buy. I don't know if you get paid for it, but go buy Heroes oh, on uh, iTunes. I get some paid. Resige. I get paid, y'all. There you go. <laughs> go. Get it now. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. Uh, 888-520-HUFF-SHOW. We're back after this with retirements and a whole lot more on the Huff and Saves radio program. This is Alpin Stakes. Love Saves Radio Show, live on the Toad Hop Network. Scott Huff, Joe Stapleton, Jackie Bray, and a whole lot of everyone up in each other's microphones right now. 888-520-4374. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW is the telephone number. Artie Man just leaving studio. A lot of fun. Make sure to check her out on Bollywood Masala, November 6th. I now get what you mean by 12th. uninhibited. Yeah, she can give a yep. fuck. <laughs> nope. I can still awesome. hear her in the other room. She's She has not had her fill. Yeah. Un- uninhibited may have led to four or five Takatis in the green room. Yeah. Good. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, should we take a quick call? I-, I don't know if they were calling for retirements. Nobody labeled this shit, so I don't know <laughs> whether or not they were calling for retirements. Let's take Anthony. Anthony, welcome to Huff and Stapes. What's up, buddy? Anthony, hello. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yo, what's up, buddy? How are you? Great show, guys. Thanks, man. Thank hey, you, Anthony. Um, this might be to Joe, um, but I was... Thinking about uh, working out my arms, you know, um, for size, and I was wondering if if he's had any real payoff with that. You know, is this I a setup? No, it wasn't set up. I mean, yes, I, I. He's asking if I've had payoff with working out my arms. I guess so. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done. Are you watching? You're obviously watching live right now. I mean, my arms yeah, have yeah, yeah, gotten really big, and muscles have like come out of places that I haven't. Uh, ever seen them before I think I'm done trying to get big after this and just kind of like maintain oh, now you want to get toned huh yeah now you want to get toned you want to get yeah. shredded want to get cut up oh my god but uh, anyway yeah Jesus that makes Christ. me uncomfortable to even talk about this but yes I who mean, has the fucking time really to get shredded who me? has the time yeah you I guess not to get shredded but to at least <laughs> not be a who complete has that slob 
Yeah, well, that's, I mean, it takes a lot of work, I guess, for you to not be a complete slob because you're in the gym like five days a week. Yes, I know. Every, anyone else who's been in the gym as much as I have, by the way, would, would be like just completely Adonis. cut from model. Yeah. yeah. But Joe is still such a, like a fat kid just <laughs> off training wheels because just we were at the hamburger habit before we came over and he goes, you don't know how bad I want a double burger and fries and shove my, shove my face in them. <laughs> he wasn't kidding either. Those was like exact no words, yeah. yeah. So Anthony, are you asking if he uses a particular supplement or if there's something he's no, doing? No, no, no. I was, I was just wondering, like, cause I would see those, you know, those guys with big arms and I'm wondering if, like, that even has payoff with the ladies. I'm, I'm sure oh, that's what with you the ladies. Mean. Payoff with the ladies. Now that's a much better question, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think it's necessarily won me anyone over, but when I do get to a point where women are voluntarily putting their hands on them, I've gotten some nice compliments. It's a very nice compliment. Man, so it does a lot. It does a lot for your uh, your confidence and stuff like that. But I don't know that there's. I've like met a girl at bars, been like. Oh, look at the size of that guy's arms. Like, I, still, I think I still hide it very well, which is part of the reason I asked that of my date is that um, a lot of my hide friends... Hide it very well. A lot of my friends... <laughs> yeah, you got cut off. <laughs> no, a lot of my friends have said, like, wow, like, when, she, like, when I see your arms and your muscles and everything, you, or your shirt comes off, you look really good, but you still look like the same fat oh guy you God. used to. Uh, like, because I just apparently dress badly. Would you say so, a lot of girls tell me? Not girls, my shirt. friends. Oh, and I'm looking uh, at your friends. muscles. Yeah. Like legitimate friends have yeah. been like, "Wow, you still real look, friends. You still look real. <laughs> you look a lot better with your clothes off, but you still look kind of shitty with your clothes on." Wait, why do your friends see you with your clothes off? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a free spirit, Scott. And just walking around. Yeah. You know, letting it all arms, hang out. One pack and a, Sometimes yeah. if I'm taking a shower and I forgot that. Maybe I really wanted a piece of gum, and that gum is in the kitchen, and I just have to have it during my shower. Maybe sometimes I'll just walk over and get it. Why the hell not? All right, Anthony, thanks for the call. That was a hell of a setup for Stapes. All right, Come on, I asked if it was a setup ahead of time. I knew I was going to get shipped for that. 888 is the telephone number. Uh, you can call in your retirements. We're doing them right after the break, but now it's time for Jackie Bray. She is going to attempt to read the news. Uh, Nick doesn't have the news bumper. You can tell by that. There it is. She's going to attempt to read the news. Yeah. <laughs> when are we going to get it? Let's do this. All right, here Jack, we go. Here comes Jackie. And, and go. It's go time. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. The only day that matters for news. And now, up in states, news with Jackie Bray. We got to Bray just uh, to make it Why isn't it on there? It's all right. Nick's learning. He's learning the gig. Yeah, it's multiple sounds at the same time. Come on. You can start oh, with so that. So many buttons. What is in the news, so Jackie? Okay. What, Nick, what, Nick, what we normally do is we'll do the news bumper and then the bray, bray, bray at the end. And I'm not scolding you because there's no way you could have known that. <laughs> there's no possible way. Now. It's new. We've just started it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get him next week. All right. All righty. Okay. Well, Justin Bieber will take DNA test and then sue his accuser. He will take a, t- a DNA test in two weeks when he returns to the United States to prove he's not Mariah Yeeter's baby daddy. And well, after that... Girl, I don't know, with, with nice eyes and a nice mop. <laughs> <laughs> Justin and his team are going to go after her in court, sources tell TMZ. Justin is I'll in your... busy fighting off the boys. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's in Europe right now, and he can't take the test until he returns. But he is determined to put an end to what he says is a bogus scandal. He needs to get enough fake blood while in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to get enough fake blood together. I was going to say, is there there a way he can have like a testicleectomy 
and get him swapped out with someone else's so he comes back and does whatever he does into the cup. They don't make you do anything to a cup for a paternity test. Blood test do they just yeah, like swab your test, mouth. Right? Yeah. Or so did you swab- ever watch Maury? It's so much more yeah. fun to get sperm out of someone, isn't it? That was my initial thought. I was like, man, they're going to have to get sperm out of Bieber. Like, who's going to be watching Bieber jack off? Like, who's that? who has that shitty job? And then I realized shitty I'm like, job? They'd have a line of housewives around the block. <laughs> I don't think they're just hiring a housewife. But then, I, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they need to do that anymore. It's something so dumb and simple that Maury can do it in like thirty seconds. Right. They swab the yeah. CVS. Right? You can get like a paternity yeah. test at CVS now. Yeah, you can. I saw those. Can you actually? Yeah, I think you can. can. Like, everything is just too yeah. easy. Now. There's it's way too, too many types of home tests at CVS. Like what else? What, th- other, than, I, what other than paternity and I'm, pregnancy? I'm almost certain. I think I saw like an AIDS test. Really, a home I'm, AIDS I'm, test. He's giggling. Because like I don't, I don't get. Why you? I don't know. That just seems weird. It says, "Are you an intravenous Why drug user?" On the front it of it, sounds, no, it you don't so have AIDS. It sounds so much less weird than walking in and saying to a doctor, "Hey, can you see if I have AIDS, please?" What if they? And I'm looking at face to face or woman. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I don't the understand how man. you'd get your results. Like, wouldn't you just trust your doctor in the office to not fuck that up? No. Yeah, what if you don't have insurance? What if you don't want to go see a doctor and have someone tell you face to face? Aren't they called Planned Parenthood? Can't you just go there? Uh, you have to deal with a human being. It's called like jet rag. You can get them at like consignment shops in LA. You can get jet an AIDS rag. test. They're everywhere. You, they'll, they'll AIDS test you anywhere. But if, it, if you're the kind of person, out of the closet, whatever it is, jet rag. Whatever. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's like consignment stores all around LA. You will can, give you, you, they'll just stick a needle yeah. in there, Ross. Tell you everything. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they will. You'll fall on a needle. Wow, no, it's a one stop shop. They'll do it at a price. <laughs> Good do you price. imagine being the guy though that's like like scared to buy stuff at the at the CVS? Do you wouldn't it be, be more awkward to buy it at CVS than to go to the doctor? I was going to get there, but fine. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Scream over me, it's fine. <laughs> that's that's just what I was going to say. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> it's, it's really awkward, like buying condoms. It's okay though. It's fine. I don't think it's awkward buying condoms. I think it's nice that people have the option to do it as many different places as possible. I think that's important. Specifically, an AIDS test. Any kind of test, but, but specifically mm-hmm. an AIDS test, yes. Okay. All right, so what's up with Bieber? Okay, well, his lawyers contacted this girl, Mariah's lawyers, and they are saying that the DNA test will happen. They are, Justin's team is so... i fighting off the boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ with the Bieber sound drops. All right. Steven. Um, <laughs> we're told Justin and his team are so serious, they directed his lawyer to find the lab. It's all ready to go. And once the test shows that Justin is not the daddy, his team will sue her. And apparently, um, Mariah's lawyers looked nervous when they heard the news, and now they aren't taking any phone calls. I'm sure the lawyers looked real nervous. They started yeah. grabbing their collars and going, <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> it's just absurd. It's like the kid had no shot at a decent life. I mean, like decent. When I say decent, he's going to be wealthy beyond anyone's wildest imagination. <laughs> he had no shot at like being normal, and now he's going to have people accusing him of like banging them. And he could, of course, he's banging someone. He's probably banging Selena Gomez and other chicks on the road. You heard this this story that apparently they told him you're not allowed to have sex. What? Which when you tell a 16 year old fucking millionaire that they're not allowed. I to first I was... made out with a girl. <laughs> I was 16 years old and not even close to a millionaire, and I was having a lot of I sex. I would have paid a million dollars to have sex. If someone had said, you could have sex right now and just have to pay off a million dollars the rest of your life, it would be like, done. At Sold. 16? Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. So that's my point. Like, So what? He's, yes, he's probably had sex with girls. He may have knocked this woman up, but I doubt it. Well, you the know? best part is I read something today that... Um, they might go after her, even if like if it turns out to be true that they'll go after her for like statutory rape because he's not even eighteen yet. Right, and she's like twenty. She'll still get money. I don't think there's like a statutory rape clause. I think if you bang a chick and you get, I think for some reason 
the child support thing and the alimony thing outweighs almost any other law in our society. It seems like if Justin Bieber got this yeah. woman pregnant, he's paying off. doesn't matter if the she law, raped him. The law looks <laughs> kindly on single mothers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's getting half of Bieber. Oh, my God. How much would that child support be? A lot. A whole lot of money. Speaking of Holy AIDS, balls. though, before we get into uh, our next news story. <laughs> speaking, speaking of AIDS. Speaking of, well, speaking of HIV, do you guys mm-hmm. know it's been 20 years since um, Magic Johnson contracted the HIV virus? Wow. And he's still kind of going strong. Did you know this? Did anyone know this? Do you guys know it's been 20 years? Um, and he's still kicking, still doing his thing? I mean, your, your math sounds okay. Do I have to check it? Or? No, I actually remember, I kind of like remember where I was when Magic Johnson, I was outside of my elementary school when he announced that he had AIDS, but I hadn't, I didn't remember at all until ESPN was playing all day the clip of his press conference announcing that he had contracted yeah. the HIV virus. I remember, How I remember he came where I was out too, and announced actually. it. Do you? Yeah, I remember I was at uh, my friend Shane's house. And Shane's parents were big... Big basketball fans? No, it was just on. I think it was just when we had, you know, it was when we all still had just like three channels. So it was just like, what's on TV? Hmm. Well, I just remember it being like a big day, but I don't remember at the, I didn't remember at the time how he kind of went about it, but you know, he's a professional athlete. And even back then, obviously, professional athletes, it was a big press conference with PR people around and whatever. And it was a huge announcement. He had a wife. There was like all this stuff going on. But ESPN the other was, day was, it was before the day that they could have sold ads for it, though. Right. We right. can make the decision. You the decision. The does Magic Johnson have HIV or doesn't? Right. You tune in for the decision with Jim Gray. Sponsored by Jet Rag. <laughs> Sponsored by Out of the Closet. <laughs> they were playing all day the other day, though. They were playing clips of him announcing it on ESPN. They're like, it's been 20 years since Magic Johnson contracted the HIV virus. And, uh, let's take us back to that blah, blah. joyous occasion. Take it back to the, yeah, let's take it back to that joyous occasion by playing you a clip. And I found it odd, Magic's phrasing, when he came out and announced that he had HIV. And so I pulled the clip for us. Nicholas, I hope that uh, I'm live here. This was Magic Johnson 20 years ago. I don't know about today, but 20 years ago, a couple days ago, announcing that he had the uh, HIV virus. Um, Because of the the HIV virus that I have attained. uh... (laughs) Magic Johnson, in his announcement of HIV, used the vocabulary word attained. (laughs) Which you attained. go ahead and check it out on dictionary.com. <laughs> he attained he attained the virus. He finally attained his career-long After dream. All these years. Of Special way of putting it. <laughs> After all that unprotected sex, I finally attained. <laughs> attained the HIV virus. And by the way, it's okay to make fun of it because he's cured. Because he's cured. It's all good. Is he cured? He's alive. I'm just thinking twenty I'm just thinking there's nobody there who like walked him through how he was gonna say it, that it wasn't gonna be like, Magic Johnson, we know that you think you're awesome. We know that you were out just doing whatever the <laughs> fuck you wanted. Let us proofread it. Just, leave, just, just let me have a look. <laughs> can you not act like every time, even if you're losing, you're winning? Can you not act like it's some huge victory to get HIV because of the uh, HIV virus, which I have attained? How did, that, how did that sentence end? Along with my NBA titles. No, that's what he said. He has uh, to retire from, he had from the Lakers. From ba- yeah, today. retire from Lakers. Right oh. this second. Because no one knows oh. anything about HIV and doesn't realize they can't catch her from playing basketball with you. Because Carl Malone, Carl Malone at the time, like literally thought if he had a chest pass for Magic Johnson, he would get AIDS when he caught but the basketball. Still, there was That's a lot how of, fucking there dumb Carl Malone was. There was a lot of nut grabbing at the time. What? Something could have happened. I don't know. I just it tickled me for some reason. It's horrible, <laughs> but it tickled me. It didn't tickle me that he has HIV. He but he just, it. I attained it. <laughs> I attained did you read HIV. The, oh, did you read the dictionary dot com? No, I don't think I did. Hmm. It's pretty good <laughs> if you apply it. If you apply it to what is uh, it? I don't know. Here, I got it. Find it, Joe. Uh, you know, especially that. if you apply this particular 
definition to the HIV virus. It, it becomes rather humorous. It was something along the lines to of, attain yes, us, there you go. To reach, achieve, or accomplish, mm-hmm. <laughs> gain, or obtain, to come to or arrive at, especially after some labor or tedium. He chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did choose poorly. Mm-hmm. I'm glad choice. Magic's still around to open more TGI Fridays and you know lower income That's neighborhoods. The thing. And everything, He's used to beating the odds. He is uh, yeah. that guy. He he didn't care. I mean, I saw that clip of him talking to Howard Stern on his own late night talk show, and he was asking about how many chicks he banged to get AIDS, and he was just he was la- he was laughing and slapping his knee, just loving life. Like he yeah. always chicks did you have to bang to yet. attain HIV? <laughs> <laughs> what did what did it take to attain the HIV virus? Can you tell us? Anyway, what else we got in the news, Jackie? Okay, well, John Lennon's tooth fetches th- over thirty thousand dollars at auction. Uh-huh. The tooth of deceased Beatle John Lennon was put up for auction on Saturday, and it netted more than $30,000 for his former housekeeper's family. Dot Jarlett took care of the musician's domestic affairs during the 1960s, and when his tooth popped out, he told her she could either dispose... Domestic affairs? What a bunch of fucking (laughs) bullshit. Holy shit. I skipped over made in the first part of the story and read domestic affairs and I was like, oh, she must have been his like his business manager or his a like, clever way of putting or it his, or his uh, I don't know assistant. You don't no? call your maid the head of domestic affairs. I do not call my maid the head of domestic I do. affairs. I do. I it call makes it, me feel better about myself. It makes I, me feel like I'm not exploiting her. <laughs> oh, hello, head of domestic affairs Rosa. Glad <laughs> to see you again here today in my apartment. Well, he told her that she could either dispose of it or give it to her daughter, who was a huge fan. She chose the latter, and the molar has remained a family treasure ever since. Now, according to the Rolling Stone... family treasure that she's auctioning off. Yeah. Yeah. After yep. 40 See ya. You know, it's, worth hey, a lot. Scott, you know it's a, well, worth a lot more in treasure? $30,000. <laughs> Artie Mann would be like, get me paid. Sell get John Lennon's molar now. <laughs> what else? You got a hair follicle? You got an old pair of underwear? Get that me Kleenex. paid. Cut that tooth in half, charge 60000 As long as the check don't bounce, I don't care. According to Rolling Stone, a Canadian dentist saw the item and thought it would look great as a keepsake for his practice. Are you practice. serious? It was a dentist? It was a dentist that bought it. They're not That's saying. They're dentists, not saying that it's, it is. Love, it is amazing how much dentists love teeth. Like you know, this is, <laughs> like, you know, this is occupations where you're just like, wow, this person had to love. They really have to love what they're doing. They love teeth. They're like, you know, they they all have license plates that you know DDS and like a molar. <laughs> buying Telly Savalas's anus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dentists, fuck it, they love to talk about your teeth. That was the thing. Okay, so here's something ridiculous, right? My father passed away about a month and a half ago, and we had my all he wanted was for everyone to have a barbecue for him. That's what he wanted. He wanted uh, everyone to have a barbecue, not to have a funeral. So we have a, a barbecue, and, and my mom invites her dentist, who was friendly with my parents or whatever, and he he shows up there, and uh, he had told me to get Invisalign. So like in conversation, as everyone's just kind of like going to the finger foods and shit he's like oh let me you know let me see your teeth and i kind of like smile he's like oh this guy's got great teeth he's got Working great home on your own dad he's like he's, got, he's like he's got great home care and i'm like well and i just said this because i was just like it was so absurd I just go well we all know why we came here today and that was to talk about my dental hygiene so. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what the fuck really how much do you love teeth my dad just died three days ago why are we oh. talking about my invisalign and how well it's working scott it's un- it's an uncomfortable situation and people tend to focus their energy <laughs> maybe that's just the best compliment he could Say right that you have an amazing smile. You have a, ooh, one thing you can always <laughs> fall back s- on is your great smile. Did he send you a bill for the conversation? <laughs> Those were billable hours, by the way. <laughs> fucking dentist got the tooth. I thought it was like a collector, like a huge Beatles fan. No, a dentist. Uh, I dentist. must have that tooth. 
It's pretty gross. What the hell? All right. Well, John Lennon's tooth fetches over $30,000 at auction. Now, every once in a while, a news story comes along that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such a story comes along, it is Scott and mine's jobs to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts. And in doing so, we must have our news story round robin joke off. Yo, Nick, you got the uh, rim shot? There it is. <laughs> Affirmative. John Lennon's tooth fetches over $30,000 at auction. Seems like a lot for a tooth, but it was the size of a walrus's. <laughs> wow. John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000 at auction. A possible caption for the tooth on display? Give Floss a chance. <laughs> John Lennon's tooth fetches over $30,000. Whoever won that auction's got a ticket to fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> John Lennon's Especially tooth- now that I know it's a dentist. They're so <laughs> yeah. lame. They John, love teeth. John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000. The original title for paperback writer? Painful back molar. <laughs> Painful back molar. <laughs> John Lennon's tooth fetches over $30,000 at auction. Must have been his religion tooth. <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean, religion tooth? I'm sorry to his- laugh and, and laugh at your joke, but... What does religion tooth mean? What are you talking about? His religion tooth. You've heard... Yeah, you've no, heard don't, imagine. Give a, don't give him a rim shot. It's you've not heard a joke. A, you've heard Imagine before, yeah, obviously, imagine by John all Lennon. the people. Right. Yeah. No religion tooth. That's not what it says, <laughs> Scott. That's oh, I thought it was because he was like a Buddhist or something. No, he says no I religion thought it was like tooth. Okay, <laughs> 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 he doesn't know religion tooth. Can I give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> yes. I should really look up the lyrics before I write those jokes. I don't think that's right. <laughs> Jackie's still convinced that I was being serious. I thought it was like a very layered joke. What else? <laughs> it was layered with enamel. Yeah. <laughs> John Lennon's got? tooth fetches $30,000, and the world has witnessed its first tooth fairy midlife crisis. You got any more? Nope. John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000. The tooth was removed one year... Excuse me. John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000. The tooth was removed after one of Yoko's teeth broke up his lower jawline. Um, because of uh, the HIV virus that I have <laughs> attained. Uh... John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000. <laughs> so fucking what? They pay millions to someone who claims to be talking to me. BFD Lennon. BFD said Jesus. I'm still got more. John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000. When asked if the tooth was in decent shape, the dentist responded that it resembled a yellow submarine. You have more? One more. Will you go to lunch? <laughs> John, hey, this one's... Scott, you said this one was your favorite. Okay. John Lennon's tooth fetches $30,000 at auction. Apparently, Lennon had the tooth removed because he had been dealing with a... Strawberry seed forever. <laughs> All right, who we have on the line? I have no idea who we have on the line. I'm just going to bring him on to the show. 888-520-4374 is the brand new telephone number. Hello, caller. Welcome to Huff and Stapes. Hello. hello. Yes, hello. Hi. Hey, Joe Dub. Joe Dub, what's up, buddy? Good to have you, buddy. What's going on? Uh, just doing a radio show. Hey, man, how's the health these days? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's up there. I got fucked over by a doctor. Fucked over by a doctor That's financially, weird. or he just kind of told you you were cured and dipped you uh, in holy water. Well, actually, it's it's uh, my uh, my pain doctor. He they do like random drug tests, and apparently they found uh, something in my system that they discharged me. 
from their practice. So I got kicked out. Oh, you got kicked out because you were doing illicit uh, drugs? No, that's the thing. I wasn't. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I hope it wasn't. They were like, you tested positive for opiates. The pain doctor was probably giving you those Did you very have a poppy opiates. seed muffin? He yeah. wouldn't need it. If he's taking Vicodin, it's a lot more well, potent than a poppy hungry, seed muffin. Well, if he was hungry, Scott, if he was hungry, he might he, eat a poppy, poppy seed Poppy seeds come up as opiates. Right. So what does that mean? You can't get treatment anymore or what? What, do we have to have another fucking telethon for you? Jesus Christ, you already did one in three years. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I mean, I literally went off like all the meds. I was on cold turkey. So it was pretty fucked up. Wow. So how you doing you know now? But I'm doing a lot better and like I'm not, you know, having to take anything. You sound older. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you sound, uh, sound more mature these days, Joe Dub. Probably the Baconator I ate earlier. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Kid loves Baconators. So were you just calling to uh, chat us up, or did you have something you wanted to do here? I was actually... Uh, I, I wanted to do a retirement, but I don't know. If it might be just... It might not be universal enough to, uh, to you know, to go fly, but I could... I'll try. Well, right, get us started on some retirements, Joe Doug. Doug. Yeah, why the hell not? Uh, we're going to well, do retirements right after the break as well. 888-520-4374. We will get to your retirements and your emails. Us at HuffandStapes.com is our the, email address. We're going to save the intro to after the break as well. Yeah, we'll save the intro to after the break. But go ahead. Kick us off. Let people know. I mean, retirements are things, conventions of society we're sick of seeing. We're done with them. They've become cliche or old or boring. We want to get rid of them. Joe Dub, what is we've, yours? We've retired, but just as a quick rundown and intro to people, we've retired the subject line and emails. We've retired uh, voicemail. We've retired uh, MySpace, things like that. Joe Dub, what, uh, what don't we need anymore? All right, I might be a little off here just because I, I don't know if you really consider it cliche, but in light of, you know, the, that uh, Michael Jackson's doctor and my doctor, fuck doctors, fuck shitty, unscrupulous doctors, scrupulous doctors. You want to retire unscrupulous doctors? Um, because of the, the HIV virus that I have. Attained, that uh, guy must have a good doctor. <laughs> 20 years later, still kicking. If you just smoke weed, will that help? I'm a doctor, uh, by the way. Well, that's why they, I, I, that's actually why they just charged me. Because that was... Oh, like, oh no. Okay. Wow, that devil. That yeah. devil marijuana. I don't know that we can retire doctors. I just don't know that it's well, possible. Well, no, I mean, I think the thing mm-hmm. is, I'm going to, we're not going to, don't hit guns or anything. I, I, I can't argue that we should retire unscrupulous doctors, but that's also like saying we should retire famine and um, it's not going to happen. Hatred. We and can't stuff do. Like that. We can't take on Look, something that level on this show. There's only certain things we can yeah. retire. Like obviously, no one uses voicemail anymore because we retired it. But our powers just don't reach right. far enough to take out unscrupulous doctors. But Joe Dub, I'm right there with you. They should be retired. F them. Joe Dub, thanks for the call, buddy. It was uh, good to talk to you. Feel better. Thank you. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number. It's amazing that there's only a half an hour left of the show. I can't believe it. The best part is, it's amazing. The best part is, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. 888-520-4374. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW is the telephone number. Back to wrap things up. 30 more minutes, though, of Huff and Stapes here on Tasty Tuesdays. If you didn't check out the shows before us, two guys and a mic, let's be frank. Every Tuesday night, part of this great team here at Toad Hop Network on Twitter. Uh, go and promote us, you promotional animals, you. Go out there and do it. <laughs> Uh, back after this with more of the Huff and Stakes radio show. You're listening to Huff and Stakes.
Love and Snape's radio show on the Toad Hop Network here forever. Triple eight five two zero four three seven. Because Joe turned down a fucking boatload of cash to stick around here with us, uh, and we're turned Are you down talk so about far. That Not I really. You, I don't think you should. I can't I talk really much more about yet. it than that. But uh, yeah, Kill me in later. Maybe. Yeah. Pro- oh, you personally? Yeah. Over some Chianti, maybe, and a fire at my house. Can you make a fire in your house? <laughs> I have a fireplace. Okay, it's a, well, it's a gas go. fire. Yeah, yeah, is it one uh, of those little Amish fireplaces? It is fire. It's probably uh, wouldn't fly off the Amish since it's got uh, gas. Oh. Attached to it. It sounds I like there's a those. thousand people in the other room. If I, there's I feel one. like we're like the kids who are like doing our homework, and there's like a rager a going on next party door. Going yeah, on there. It's well, let's get the balls out of here. Let's just cut it now. That's it. To do it. See you. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. See you next week. Us at OpenSapes.com. Some good tweets. <laughs> two guys, two guys in a mic who were on right before us here on the Toad Hop Network said nice muscle shirt and then tweeted a picture of you in your uh, muscle shirt. <laughs> at two guys in a mic. La. Thanks, guys in a mic. Great show tonight at Huff Staves from George Coletti. Thank you, George. And uh, people seem to, from a longtime listener who doesn't like most guests, Artie Mann is the best ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Rich French. All right. So look at that. Thank you, Rich French. Wait, someone tweeted at me, just know if you stop taking the medicine, you die. What does that mean? I I think it means AIDS stuff. Like I said, if Magic Johnson is cured of AIDS, if you... Stop taking the medicine, you die. Is that what happens? Probably. Also, we, uh, we're we kicking ass over the World Series of Booker Heads Up final table. Like how Artie flipped the script on us and started asking us questions about shit we don't do. Kind of like she yeah. was like not answering our Bollywood questions. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, so what's it like to be a professional gambler? We're like, oh, oh she's totally, yeah. <sighs> no fucking clue. We just get paychecks, just like you. We at, just read off a teleprompter. At MBYC said, competing with the World Series of Booker Heads Up final table. Sorry, going to have to listen to Huff and Stapes and Jackie later. Keep the oh, visuals to awesome. a minimum, please. Do you know what MBYC stands for? No. My ball's your chin. Oh, nice. Yeah, I well, think. I'm glad we have that guy's ringing endorsement, because you know how easy it would be for them to get us to host the World Series of Boca Final Table? So we could get people and to listen to the both. show? No, not, well, for just for tonight, we would have gone in and hosted it. Probs. They never offered it. Probs. They won't. <laughs> they might offer it to you, not to me. Um, wait, can I just say that my mom is so happy that Artie is so nice, and she says Very nice. she's got a great future ahead of her. My mom, I wow. think, is in love with her. I mean, if you had to guess who in this room had a future ahead of them, Artie Mann is the <laughs> one. The girl that's already been on network <laughs> I mean, TV. Safe she bet. is definitely, definitely the one. Network, non-late night, non-infomercial oh, but TV. Like, my mom just is acting like like she's just a Hollywood reporter, and she's like, my girl's got a great future yeah. ahead of her. Your mom's going to be on The Insider. She should. You she should I- have the chair bear segment. Where she, can ask, <laughs> where she can ask questions like, oh my God, that girl seems so nice. How tall is the short one? <laughs> How tall is the short one? Such oh, man, she's an awesome entertainment reporter. <laughs> so, on the red carpet, how tall is the short one? You're so funny <laughs> on that show, and it's one of my favorites. You know what else is one of my favorites? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cherish, you a question there? Go. Are you really nice? <laughs> I don't think we have Are a, you? I don't think we have a call screener out there. These phones just keep ringing. I think we're going to take them for retirements. We're going to do some retirements in a second, but I wanted to point okay. something out real quick. You know that um, I realized that Lewis... Our yeah. uh, video guy mm-hmm. out there Lewis. sounds like a, a 90s sitcom person. Can you name this? It's not that. Good call. That does sound a lot like Lewis, which is weird. Good call. We played this clip last night. We were having a little sound effects party. Yeah. And we both separately, in my head, I said, wow, that sounds a lot like Lewis. And I was like, you know what? I love Lewis. I don't want to seem insulting. I'm not going to say this. And then about five seconds later, Huff goes, good call. Hey, didn't that sound like Lewis? And then I said, <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Carlton. 
Carlton and no Lewis way. are like the same person. Because the, the before that, Uncle Phil says, "Shut up, Carlton." Good call. It's exactly, <laughs> exactly like Lewis. I'd be like, he hey, should Lewis. wear like a bright pink polo next week, and we'll just compare. If I'm like Lewis, you got to come in here next week dressed like a crown. I'd be like, great idea. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I was going to be like, hey, Lewis, enough with the retarded babies on the video feed. You're upsetting my mother. Good call. <laughs> that sounds exactly like Lewis. Lewis, do you think it you could does. take? Do you think you could take last week's show and put it in uh, sepia tones and slow it down to about two thirds frame rate and get a good clean? call? Thank you. <laughs> you got it. All right, oh, let's do some retirements. We've been oh, promising lit. them all night. Conventions of society that you want retired, obliterated off of the face of the earth. We will do them right here on the Hub and Saves radio show on the Toad Hop Network. Retirements, let's go. One, two, three, Sometimes the things we use don't need them anymore. People use them way too much and they become a bore. Sometimes it's time to say that your time has come. Conventions of society, you've outstayed your welcome. Go ahead and do the noble thing. Why don't you just retire? Why don't you just retire? Smoking <laughs> and dancing swing, why don't you head on home? Like, don't go there or fall hair, you will not be alone. It's been a good run, but we used all your fun. I'd rather be set on fire. So do us all a favor and retire. You know, there's a good call. There's a second verse to that where I go, retire, 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 retire. It's longer than that? For 40 bars. Speaking of doing the noble thing and retiring, hey, Joe Paterno from Penn State, do us all a favor and retire, buddy. Sweet. Retire and move out of the country. Yeah, you cannot get far enough away from that story. That's just gross 24 hours a day. I read the fucking indictment of the guy from Penn State who who is getting Joe Paterno basically fired and, and, and sent home at 84 years old after an illustrious career. And it was Is he just the child gross. molester guy? The child molester guy. Oh, my God. Who had a, an autobiography entitled Touched. <laughs> touched. The guy had an autobiography in 2003 called Touch, and he'd been raping boys for like 30 years. That's like You're Jeffrey. Lying. I'm not that's lying. Like Jeffrey Dahmer writing a book called Bone Appetite. <laughs> it was ridiculous. No. Touched. It was an autobiography written with his wife. Anyway, retire Joe Paterno. Can we retire Joe Paterno? Oh, Later, Joe. I gotta, I gotta get Ganson tweeted today, Berlusconi and Paterno out in the same week. Italians haven't had it tough had it this tough since Clapton montage and Goodfellas. <laughs> Very nice. All right, what do we have for retirement, Joe? Do you have any of your own? Yes, I do have some retirements. I'm going to burn through a couple uh, quickly, and then I am going to uh, expound on one. I would like to retire uh, the uh, the convention of telling a joke of gives a whole new meaning to. Okay. Like Joe Paterno gives a whole new meaning to Paternocide or whatever. Like I, it's just always <laughs> terrible. It's just always a bad joke. No more gives a whole new meaning jokes. Um, you know, it goes along with that too. Is the and I think we retired this one in the past, but like a blank is the new blank. Like any of those yeah. setups where it's like, you know, it's not your daddy's blank. Yeah, no good. Also terrible. Blank is the new blank is a really bad one. Reinventing <laughs> the blank. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, no good. We're done with those. Um, I would like to retire uh, the the item, the non chopped, non tossed salad. Oh my god! Where you get like four? Oh my god! Giant pieces of lettuce and an entire chicken breast in a bowl. 
No, no salad should ever be everywhere. Unchopped. Yeah, what are you talking? You no, ev- it's ridiculous. Unless you're eating at Papa Gino's or something, you're not getting the chopped. No, salad. you don't get the chopped salad. Salad should not be all the good shit on top and all the stuff nobody cares about down below. Right. And then you pour the dressing on top, and so you get your delicious chicken covered with delicious dressing, and those two giant palm fronds right. worth of yep. fucking romaine lettuce <laughs> at the bottom are left untouched, and you feel guilty if you don't eat them, so you end up just like... And then you cut, you try cutting it up yourself, the and the salad part. goes fucking everywhere. And if you really want to do it well, it takes like at least 17 minutes with the plastic knife and fork you're eating your salad with. And then... Not um, good. You miss, and then you're always cramming large, like folding juicy fruit style, like large pieces of lettuce into your mouth and pushing it in with your fingers. Oh. No. All salads should come chopped, chopped and tossed. If you want the dressing on the side, fine. Chop it up, shake it up, put it in a. You know what should be on the menu instead of chopped salad? Salad. Just salad. Salad, and that's what it is, and you know already going in. They're going right. to chop this shit up for me, it and they're going right. to toss it, and exactly. that's it. So what we're really retiring is the chopped sh- salad, mm-hmm. which from now on is just... Henceforth shall be known as... Salad. <laughs> we have attained the salad. That's right, we've attained okay. salad. So yeah, I'm retiring uh, okay. a non-chopped, non-tossed salad. And finally, I'm retiring these convention of society where you show up to a place where you bring some booze to contribute, but you bring one thing and then drink something else. I am so sick of this. When you bring the six-pack of beer and then you grab the bottle of Patron. Okay, well, I was going to say, what if you're trading down, though? What if you bring the Patron and you grab the Tecate like you did last week? As long as there is ample of whatever the down thing is. If there is literally a cooler full of Bud Light and that's what you want and you brought a bottle of Patron or you bought, like, Lagunitas or something, fine. But You're saying no trading up. You can't trade you can't up and you can't PBR. Tra- but also, you can't trade down juice. if there isn't much. Because if there's only a six pack of like High Life or PBR, you can be like, well, this is shit beer because there's not that much of it. Drink what you brought. Just stick stick to it. Hmm. Retired. Right. Those things are all retired. Clever guy on Facebook who said we should retire the loud gun sound effect on retirements. So like, we can retire it. On. We can retire it for your one <laughs> suggestion. That's possible. Yeah, let's you retire. Let's retire um, the gun sound effects when you see them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Eli from Minneapolis. Welcome to Huff and Stapes. What is up, man? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm uh, I'm really honored that you answered my call. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> Eli? Not much. Uh, my first comment is to Jackie. Jackie, love the leather jacket that is super hip. Oh, thanks. I was feeling super It was on sale today. at Wilson's. You know what the leather jacket was? Good call. Thank you, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only wearing it because I'm Lewis. freezing. Oh. Okay, so I have, a, I have a retirement. But first, I'm here with uh, Diane from Minneapolis that was in the ceiling video. Remember her? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, that was a great ceiling. So this is us. We've never watched live together. It's really, really cool. Anyways, so when I first got her to watch your show, she watched it. She was abroad. And uh, and she said, yeah. "Well, we know she's abroad, but I mean that we don't call them that anymore. We say they're women now." <laughs> anyway, so she watched you guys, and she's like, "Yeah, I definitely think that uh, Huff is funnier than State." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> and she said, "Yeah, Huff's the one with the beard, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Come on, um. good call. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't really have a real retirement besides maybe retiring, uh, charging money for the. Uh, uh, ranch packets at fast food places. I mean, come on. That was a really that? good story, Eli. What's the matter? What happened? Where'd he go? I don't know. 
The motherfucking drop button is back. Oh my god! I've got the drop button again. That's a fucking hilarious story. Thank you so much for your story. Oh, you're bearded guy. You're mad because talking. I like Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks for the call. So Ass-bag. you uh, hung up on him because yeah. he told a story. Oh, that, uh, that, my, girlfriend, my girlfriend was like, Stamps is the bearded one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hysterical. I like that when he first said it, you totally just had such a perturbed look on your face. Like, oh, go fuck yourself, Diane. 888 <laughs> yeah. Right when he's like, oh, that Huff guy's funnier. I, really, I looked at you. And I was really went, hoping someone was going to tell a story where they thought Scott was funnier. I was like, oh, he needs this one. He really needs I this one. I don't. That's not I my really job. Uh, Clearly not my job. job. Mr. Hanger Upper Fingy Guy. You can call Fingy. back, Eli, if you want. 888 I paid your girlfriend the other night. Don't call too. back, Eli. Make, make him look like a dick. Wait, I think I have a retirement. Okay. Okay. Chatty cashiers ask you way too much about what you're buying. This, okay. This girl at Walmart, I was buying soap, I was buying body wash, and she asked me like 20 questions about it. Why are you buying this soap? What's so good about this soap? And I was like, it, 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 <laughs> it smells good. That's the only reason why I'm buying it. I don't, I don't encounter that that often. Did you then no. open it up and She did. It? She was like, well, I mean, it smells all right. And I'm like, no, but I mean, <laughs> and I was like, uh, it just, you know, it smells really good. It makes your bathroom smell good. I don't so know what the awesome. larger convention of society we would be retiring as, but I would retire that person. <laughs> that you don't retire sort of, people, though. That's right. the thing. We can't retire. Oh, yeah, except right. for Joe yeah. So what would be the larger convention of society there? Just, I don't know, do your job. Maybe she's just a hater. I had something similar today where I called up to get a very simple piece of information from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and the woman, like, grilled me to get the one piece of, about shit that was clearly none of her business. Again, it was just well, like, they're don't answer my question. They're used to being grilled by customs. Yeah. So, man, it's just rubbed off. Uh, Joe, do you have the retirements up, by the way, the retirement emails, by chance? Uh, yes, can I, can, I can read some of these if you like, Scott. Yeah, just grab the ones that you like the best, because actually I just realized I don't I don't have them on this computer. And if you want to call them in, 888 Let's take a quick call, though, actually, since as long as we have them, let's take them. Welcome to Oven Stapes. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Eli returning your yeah, call. I think yeah. I might have got disconnected. Yeah, yeah, I think you may have gotten disconnected. <laughs> Come on! Got any more great so stories weird. for us? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have had your service. Anyways, uh, actually, it feels really good to get dropped. That's that's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so what was your retirement? Something about ranch hey, dressing? You know I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I dropped before he hung up. I dropped before he hung you know, up. I do, I do love that bit when he does that bit. <laughs> Says he's got to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's hilarious. He he's, like, I've been on, he's like, I've been on hold for 45 minutes. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Chris, Chris says... Uh, I've been meaning to send these retirements to you for over a year. Number one, the I'm swinging my arm is much harder than you, so you're getting out of my way walk. <laughs> what is that? We all know that walking. We all know that walking down a crowded hallway in a train station or an airport can be aggravating. But it's time to retire the kamikaze approach, where someone launches <laughs> themselves into the crowd, pumping their arms and legs like they're running a two thousand meter race, expecting everyone to clear out of their way. You're not an ambulance. You're a dude rushing home to see if anyone commented on the status update you posted on Facebook ten minutes ago before you <laughs> left the office. Yeah, it's just it's uh, it's like the a hole traveler file where like someone's just yeah careening around an airport or something trying to get around everybody. Uh, he also wants to retire stores that have a double door entrance, but one of the doors is always locked. Yes, this has been I have been encountering this across the street <laughs> at the diner across the street from my uh, office this week where it's use other door. No. Yeah. And What's the, the point is, of that door? The door is locked. Is closer. We live in America, land 
Land of plentiful doors. <laughs> Let doors. us use them. Doors are good for the environment. Doors are exercise. Don't take away our doors. Is that your stereo suggestion? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I want to. I want to make America land of doors T-shirts. <laughs> bountiful doors. land of doors. <laughs> we went west Museum to find doors. more doors. <laughs> Don't you remember the door rush of 1876? <laughs> uh, I remember a day when there was no doors at all. It was just flaps. Just a flap with a piece of cloth. Sounds gross. Now we have doors galores. <laughs> <laughs> All right, retired. Retire those things. Oh, wait. You said one in that I thought was funny. Got it. I liked Sasha's. I thought it was funny. You have it? I have it. Yeah, go ahead. Read it. Okay. Um, she said this is from Russ. People who start to run across Cross Rock... Cross Walk. Cross Rock? Bray. Bray. <laughs> That's when you would play the Bray sound. Bray. Yeah. Yeah, Bray. Yeah. They run across crosswalks right as the light is changing and then walk the second half of the stretch. They made the effort to run half the length. Why are they stopping right as the light changes? Like they realized running this wasn't cool halfway. This is one of Sam's favorite things in the world except the reverse. <laughs> he loves it when someone is trying to be cool and then they get halfway through and they're like, they oh, I'm fucked and they start running. <laughs> yeah. That is the best of all time. I do that though, but I, I, I do it intentionally. I don't think I'm fucked. I just go, all right, I'm out of time. Gotta go. You know, like, Right, you know, but you're not like out. walking to look cool where you're like, it's cool. There's cars driving at me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they can yeah. whiz by and all of you're like, oh shit. <laughs> That's what we like. No, I'll go on like, I'll go on like three seconds. You know what I mean? I had this guy do that to me yesterday, that exact thing that Sasha's complaining about. And you know how, I don't know if you people are like this, but uh, I, I'm, I totally don't see color until I'm angry, and then I start getting really, really racial. So this guy walked in front of the car, and when, when he slowed down and didn't start moving when the light turned green, I yelled at the window, move your fucking ass, you fucking hipster! You are racist. He was wearing like a sweater and like Chuck Taylor All Stars and these horn rim glasses, and I was just like, you know what I would do? I would fund, I would give weapons to the goths if there could be like a secret goth hipster war. I would give every dime I had to the goth kids to just take them out. I'd rather I'd have say goths. The, goth, the goth kids have a much better chance of taking them out, taking out the hipsters. There's kind of a history to yeah. that. There's so much less of them though. I still think they win. But you have to give them like weapons because they're goth themselves. people think that they're like vampires and they can just like bite each other and then. The- don't they do that? That sounds exactly. Yep, that's, that's exactly. exactly. That's He's just summed up goth. Yep. Good right call. If yep. anyone was wondering what goth was, it was that. All right, this one is uh, from Knute. Knute from Knute. Germany. Oh, who says, uh, that's cool. This one's from mostly used by our parents or grandparents. Whenever we, we as a so-called youth complain about a problem that could only occur in our time, we hear the same thing. Well, we didn't need it back in the day. For example, complaining about the third time the Internet's out this week. My mom would then tell me, well, I don't know what you're complaining about. We did great without the Internet at all. No, you did not. <laughs> I'm 27, year old, 27 years old. I'm still getting this all the time. It's not an argument at all for me to not be complaining. Just because no one in the 80s knew about the best thing that was upon us doesn't mean I should be fine without it in 2011. Retire this argument. Retire. Uh, we got a phone call. Let's take it. It's Walter from Corona. Walter and Corona, welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Hi. Um, I have two things I want to retire. They might not be a big deal, but they kind of bug me a little. Walter, are you the guy from last week who was a new listener through Toad Hop and was loving the shit out of our show? Dude, yes. Awesome. Yes. Oh, I'm so cool. glad this guy's back. Thank glad you, we re- Glad we retained you, Walter. That's right. Yes. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are hilarious. Um, but one thing that bothers me a lot is people that walk into buildings with sunglasses yeah, that we had indoor sunglasses. We had another guy also who uh, said that he wanted to retire uh, 
people wearing sunglasses at the gym, so I think this falls into people the same category. People wear sunglasses at the gym? Yeah. This I, was I, this week, right? Um, Good Lord. Yeah, and his email was walter at corona.com. Oh, it was? <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it's okay. fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... I think that that I think that's a perfectly fine retirement. I think that uh, there's no reason to be wearing sunglasses indoors. I like it every once in a while. I say I, if you want to be a real douchebag, if you just want to cut loose and be a douchebag, wear some sunglasses indoors. It's liberating. That's true. It's right. Liberating. I'll still retire it, but yeah, I'll retire. What about it if you're hungover? Over. I do it when I'm hungover. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, what are you doing? Just come down and hang out for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, not that far. We, you have another retirement? Is this a two-part question? No, second retirement is when you get to an um, intersection and the douchebag in front of you doesn't put his direction on a turn, so you go ahead and you're about to crash because he didn't put his direction on. Oh, I don't <laughs> like know. He lost steam at the end of that yeah, one. I don't, but know, I, I don't know about that one, Walter. There's, you know, there's things called right away and stuff like that, but... Uh, Oh, you're saying in front of you, in front of you. Like it's always like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking you didn't put your direction. I'm hoping you're gonna straight, and then he, at the last second, he decides to turn, and I'm like, what the hell? I'll say this: if you're, if you're behind someone, it's not as big a deal because you can be a little more right. patient, Walter. But I'm saying if you're head on with someone, and this happens at four way stops all the time. Then someone just decides at a four way stop they're going left while you're going straight. Fuck you! I'm not gonna re- put your turn signal on or go straight now that I'm going. I, I don't know. Those what, are your choices, Walter. Thank you for the phone call, buddy. Yeah, I don't. I, thank you, Walter. <laughs> I, well I don't know what convention of society Walter's specific thing is, but bad if, behavior if, in general. If we could, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we want to retire something specific at the four way stop, it's the waving people on. There's a right of way. There's never a situation yeah, no. where someone should or should not be going. Stop with the waving people on at the four way <laughs> intersection. It causes accidents. You're not nice just because you were like, oh, I'm a great person. I waved this guy through those four way stop today. I clearly had the right of way, but I was like, go ahead, sir. Aren't I awesome? Can't wait to see up in heaven, God. No, fuck it. <laughs> We got rules and laws for that shit. Retired. I'm going to see you up in heaven when I get fucking T-bones for the next four-way stop because I'm an idiot. A complete idiot. There was uh Let's see. There was a, a couple other good ones. I bet. <laughs> what do those look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We had uh, Michael who wrote in and says, I'd like to retire the phrase, that's wrong on so many levels. Okay. It's almost always in response to some statement loaded with sexual innuendo. People who use this are basically saying, I can't think of a really funny dick joke to tell because I'm not clever enough. <laughs> There's never many levels either. There's only ever one level. Like if your grandma sees a cat and says, ooh, what a cute pussy, can I stroke it? It's obviously really wrong, but it's wrong all on the one level. <laughs> Which is the your grandma asking to touch another woman's vagina level? <laughs> Cheers, guys. Love the show. Mike. Retired. Done. Great job, Mike. Oh, yikes. Oh, here we go. Bryant Hughes says, I want to retire the writing of math operations in place of words like using equal instead of just saying is. Example, my bros plus beer equals awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Unless used ironically or on a sign at a sporting event, this convention is no longer fit for society. Uh, Also, I want to retire saying on a scale from 1 to 10, this thing is anything higher than 10. We get it. You're saying how great you think something is that this convention has been overused so much that it no longer conveys that it is really good, just that the speaker is an unoriginal uh, douche. You know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not retire this one. I'm going to say it's time to start going way over. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, this is a... And you got to pick like a real arbitrary number. Like this is a 973. Because you don't hear that all. You hear it's an 11 <laughs> or it's a 12. Yeah. Oh, a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 12. I feel like we're closing it A scale it of 1 to 10, it's a 1,013. I feel like the only <laughs> thing that really flies at this like point, Scott, is saying on a scale of 1 to 10, it's rainbow. 
Like you, as long as you say like a, not a Something number. ridiculous. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, it's, it's, a, bear, it's, it's unicorn shit. It's bear fight. Yeah, exactly. Oh, bear fight's awesome. On a scale of one to ten, it's bear fight. Bear fight, actually, numerical equivalent, 973. There you go. Uh, uh, hey, thanks we for calling everybody when we have three seconds left in the show. 888 On a scale of one to ten, that retirement was an 11. Here we go. Let's take this call. <laughs> Sierra, also from Corona. Hello, Sierra. Hello, Sierra. Hello. Hello, Sierra. Are the phones How still many, screening, Clarice? Uh, What's going hello? on? Hello? Sierra? Hello? Hello? We hello? have a very rude retirement. Do you want me to do that one really quick? All right, one more time. Sierra, hello. Welcome to the show. There she goes. Okay. Who's this? This Pro- is uh, also this is Sierra oh. in Burbank. Hello. hello, Sierra. Hey. Um. So this, I'm hoping Jackie will relate with me on this. I hate when girls say, oh, my God, you're so pretty. You're so much prettier than I could ever be. Oh, what a backhanded compliment. compliment. Right? Mm. I know. That's bullshit. If someone says that, yeah, retire that because that's so fucked up. And, yeah, retire. It's mean. I agree with you. All right, great. Let's retire. Like, if you just want to say, like... (laughs) that's, That's trying to be nice about saying, I think I'm prettier than you anyway. But exactly. I want you, yeah. But I want you to think that hey, I Joe, think you're. You know what? I'm gonna retire. Chicks being catty to each other over dumb bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like when, when they compliment one another. Oh my god! Hey, that, if you don't have pretty. anything nice to you're say, pretty. just Fuck don't you, say. It. That convention of society that recently <laughs> developed definitely needs to be gotten rid of. <laughs> what in the world? No, All right, I get Sarah, it. Th- thanks yeah, for the call, Sierra. Horrible. All right, thank you, Sierra. <laughs> we have another Sierra. This is absurd. Sierra, hello, Sierra and Corona. Welcome. What? Welcome onto the air of our program. Hello, we have like this two would, minutes. That would make a total of hello. three Sierras on the show if there's another one on right now. Sierra, hello. Hello. All right, Sierra, I'm um. sorry. I'm sorry to say that I can't keep you. Let's take one from Twitter. Uh, where was this guy? I want to retire rock stars getting all high and mighty instead of rocking out and telling me who to vote for. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm, reti- yeah, I'm with retired. Pretty much retired. Rock stars. It actually said I'd like to retire musicians who used who used to rock who turn into liberal pussies and tell me who to vote for. I don't care. Retirement from J- at John Ball. I'm into that. Oh, someone's screaming outside. They want to retire or something. I can't even I imagine f- what this will be. Ooh. Come on in, whoever that, that is out there. Make, mean, it's really, really good or really, really bad. Yeah, one or the other. Because we like may I heard to- them say, "I want to retire you." I, I don't want- know who that's directed at. God, you are retired. You just got retired. <laughs> <laughs> you What's that? Connor, we only have one more minute. Connor wants to retire any Facebook status that says something to the effect of Zomga wishes Facebook had a dislike button or posting dislike as a comment or someone's status. If you don't like something, how about you articulate it? Also, this is the one I actually, the part I agree with. Um, and a, a post in which anyone that posts a status that is several lines long and includes absolutely no punctuation, your profile should temporarily be suspended. That shit is damn near unreadable. That's from Connor. So, yeah, we're going to retire bad grammar. Sure, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it away. I think we got to bounce. we got to get out of here. We're done. Yeah, we left yeah. so much shit. I mean, we need we need like five hours. I'm lobbying Frank for more time after this, which probably isn't the best show to lobby him for more time. Uh, listen <laughs> to last week's show and then give us three hours. 888 520 is the telephone number for uh, any upcoming shows that you might be watching. Us at upandstapes.com is our email address. Uh, make sure to email us. You can email us. Uh, I don't know. I'll put up what the show's topic will be for next week uh, sooner rather than later. You guys can let us know what you think of this week's show as well. Us at HuffingStage.com. 
At Huffstapes is the Twitter account. Also, don't forget to follow all of our Toad Hop Network friends at Toad Hop Network, Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. Seriously, if you want to keep our show and other shows like it around, you got to help us out and promote us. It takes no time. Give us a like. Give us a retweet. Holler at us. Whatever you got to do. Don't just retweet Jackie's shit and send her your dick pics. Please, help us out. There's something you can do. Big thanks to our guest, Artie Mann, for coming on the show. Check her out on Bollywood Masala, November 6th to the 12th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific time. I think she's going to be a guest on uh, Jackie's spinoff show, Jackie Bray 420. They're going to have a a long chat. Oh, we should. A salute to the magic of (laughs) Hindi cinema, Bollywood Masala, November 6th to the 12th. Uh, big thanks to Nicholas, the engineer. Thanks for coming back, buddy. It's good to have you. Thank you, Nick. Uh, thank you to Lewis out there good in call. the other room. <laughs> good call. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and uh, everyone else here at Toad Hop. Thanks to Frank. Thanks for everybody who keeps the lights on in this place. We uh, truly appreciate it. I find myself talking more and more like Frank the more I'm in front of his mic. I don't know why that is. I'm morphing into what it is. It's contagious, Frank. This microphone smells like that shit he made before the show. Whatever that stuff it smells was. like the ambrosia. It smells like the ambrosia. Yeah, yeah the ambrosia. <laughs> He's calling it ambrosia, which led me to believe there was beer in it. Maybe. Then I, I mixed it with some Jack Daniels for what I I thought they were calling the Wambrosia shot. <laughs> so, to everybody out there who may be listening on podcast, you can find Huff and Stapes here every Tuesday night from. 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time. I believe that that's be correct. correct. <laughs> that is correct. I am at Scott B. Huff on Twitter. She is at Jackie Bray. Thank you, Jackie Bray. He is at Thank Two you. Jacks Joe. And he has just one thing left to say before we leave this here studio. Smell you later. <laughs>